How's it going, guys? Today is Sunday, October 7th, and you're listening to episode number 22 of the Galactic Gaming News Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy. Alongside me, he only buys used games, Eric Lee Lewis. Mecca Lecca Heim, Mecca Heimy Ho. <laughs> Jovan Street, Lawrence. Uh. All right, fair enough. And Marcus Lawrence, they are brothers. No, no we're not. Brothers. <laughs> How can you tell me we are brothers? Why do you, you not love me, brother? Love me, brother! Oh, please, I've been giving you that crap for years. <laughs> and you've denied it. I don't remember this. Well, you are brothers, so. Um, <laughs> so you say. Uh, some would say you are brothers. So, uh, but yes, this is episode number 22. Uh, and we have a full, full staff here tonight. Four people. Let's hope Skype doesn't break on us. It did yeah, good. So- it did good for the half an hour we were talking before the podcast, but I'm sure now that we're recording, it's gonna, it'll probably poop out on us. But try to get in as much as possible. Um, Kill me. I guess I'll just go around the table. Eric, uh, how's your uh, buying used games going for you? Yeah, I don't. I don't buy used games. The only way you'll find me buying used games is if it's a company I don't want to support. Hipster. But <laughs> yeah, well, like you know, it. hipster or speaking with my wallet. But nonetheless, uh, if we're if we're actually asking games that we've been playing, or how, you know, how you been? Just 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 how you been? Oh, how, Ga- how games you've been, been playing, movies you've been watching. I know you, there's a certain movie you'd like to talk about, maybe. But oh, yeah, we'll talk about that movie here in a little bit. All right, all right fair enough. But, but uh, when it comes to games, I've been playing a whole myriad of beat 'em up games. Oh yeah, Streets of Rage, like Double Streets Dragon? of Rage. Double Dragon. Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World. Nope, haven't played God, that wow. yet. Like, that's on the list. Got in. Uh, horrible, horrible Captain Commando. All these years that I never played it, now I, uh, I'm glad I didn't play it until I did now. And you like Captain Commando? Captain Commando's bad. Sounds like an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. He, he's uh, in Arnold vs. Capcom 1 and 2, and I actually did play the beat em up game. It's, yeah. it's, it's bad time. <laughs> But uh, I also I found a game called Brawl Brothers, which whenever I put it in Google, I find Super Smash Brothers Brawl, so that's always good. But uh, <laughs> Brawl Brothers is a I keep on playing it. I've beat it like four times today already. But uh, <laughs> it's it's like uh, <clears throat> the less capable Streets of Rage, hmm. basically with. I don't know. It's not Bad Dudes horrible, but it's got that kind of vibe to it. I don't know if you guys remember Bad Dudes, but my god. <laughs> I don't think so. I've heard of it. Speaking of oh, beat-em-ups, man. Double Dragon Neon is free for PlayStation Plus members. Yeah, it yeah. is. I haven't tried it. I heard it's very terrible. It looks I've gorgeous, though. Like, the only thing I've heard anything bad from was Giant Bomb. Or was it, No, it was IGN. No, I don't anything that, else bad. Giant Bomb didn't didn't like it too much either. Yeah. It's funny because after you beat every level, it's it they they like fist bump and do air guitars, and it's just oh. <laughs> do yeah, well, the Giant Bomb like anything? Oh, well. hey, you got well, some taste. I mean, I mean, that's the kind of thing we do around the the office here. I mean, you know, fist bump and air guitar. We air guitar the other day. Oh, man, it's like the emoticons and torchlight too. Where you can just fly up in the air, come down. <laughs> Like the stream of lightning follow you, just playing your guitar. I love that one. 
the, the other day I thought about knocking everything off of Marcus's desk and getting out there and air guitaring my ass off, but <laughs> I would have kicked you I off my know. desk. I would have kicked you off of it. I got out of air well, guitar on my own solo. I also have my air mullet, so I mean <laughs> that way I could have like circle banged around there, you know. But instead, I waved my genitalia around. Why do you say things? Like oh, that? Man, we can't have one podcast without genitalia coming up. Ever. We never talk about it. <laughs> we we did last time. I was uh, doing on it. That was a long uh, time ago. In a couple yeah, episodes, Eric was talking about his sausage and, and whatnot. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, when am I going to get that date? Wasn't that Adam I was yeah, playing? Yeah, that, that was Adam. Are you ever going to come get this sausage or not? Because <laughs> at this point in time, the sausage is starting to go bad. Oh, uh. So, so why are you playing some? Why are you playing beat 'em ups? Um, bad ones. I, I'm, th- I'm thinking about compiling a top ten best beat 'em up list. Uh, it, the the thing is, Jimmy's not playing dumb. I haven't talked to anybody on the crew about this yet, but I don't know. I want to compile a top ten and basically try to show people what beat 'em ups have been like through the years. Can fight? Can uh, final fight be number one? Please. Final fight will be on the list. Can, I, I can, I can, can, can Resident Evil Six be on the list? <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> oh, shut you, uh, up! It wasn't that you, bad. You guys can talk about that game here in a little bit. Honor the name of Beat 'Em Up with that, that, that game. Yeah, but it sounds like a lot of people are beating themselves up over playing that game. So yeah. that's Probably. good. Sounds possible. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's that's basically all I've been up to, playing some beat-em-ups. I, I'm still playing Batman Arkham City just for the challenge maps. I fucking got a 260-something thousand score on one of the maps. Mm. Nice. Oh, man. I would tell people to go try to beat your score, but you're not on the leaderboard, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's, that's the sad thing. I'm just like, man, I want to take a picture of this and let everybody know I'm also playing on the standard definition TV sometimes. <laughs> Check out the lines in that screen in that picture. Those are sexy lines. Those are crisp lines. Yeah, gives the game gives the game more character. Mm. Well, you know. But yeah, that, that's about it when it comes to what I've been playing. No, okay. no, fair enough. Uh, well, I guess we'll just go right around the table here to Marcus. What have you been up wait, to? Wait, wait, who? Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, the lobsters will have to wait. They will have to wait. But no, can you I, yes, you can lobster dive. It's a very simple process. I'm not going to get into right now. Okay, he's our expert yeah. lobster diver, by the way. Yes, you'll get the secret tips on my lobster diving one day soon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but no, um, really, I I've only been playing sadly Resident Evil Six. Uh-huh. Um, I've been trying to push my way through it. Don't get fully into it because we'll, that's our topic. Of yeah, week, so I'm so. not gonna I'm not yeah. gonna go into anymore. I've been playing a little bit of Borderlands too. Cause I still have yet to beat that. I know it's sad, but well, I'm only about ten hours or five hours into it probably. Oh, oh, never mind. That's even oh, sadder because really? that's oh, oh yeah, way to insult the man, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... What, what else came out? No, I was playing Guild Wars and then uh, Wars? Resident Evil came out and I'm I'm reviewing that, so I had to. Hop on that train and then Dishonored and yeah, I don't know when I'll get back to Borderlands. 
Yeah, see, I'm just trying to play Borderlands 2. Sorry, Randy Pitchford. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it. I've just been playing Borderlands 2, Resident Evil 6. Um, that's it. I'm about to pick up Final Fantasy 9 again because I kind of hit a, a snag and I just didn't feel like playing anymore. So I'm about to pick that back up again. Uh, that's it, really. My gaming life has been kind of dull. Yeah, it has been. All because of Resident Evil 6. I blame <laughs> that for everything. All I've right. Worse. Then I get, what's that? I've seen Marcus play worse. No. Like no. what? Go ahead, say it. Do I really need to? I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Say it. It's okay. Go ahead. Say it. Go ahead. It starts with an F, ends with an ear. Oh, man. See? Wow. Bad. Fucking why do we game. Keep, why do we bring this up all the time? Fear is actually not a bad game. It's pretty good. All right, Street, what have okay, you been up fine. to? It's not bad. <sighs> Street, what have you been up to? Like you guys, Resident Evil 6. Um, <clears throat> Borderlands 2 beat that. Um, about five hours ago, I got a copy of Pokemon Black 2. Yeah. So I've been, yeah. Catching the Pokemans? Mm-hmm. It was the first Pokemon? time in years. It was the first time in years that I've gotten a Pokemon day in all. Pokemon game on its release date. Um, I, I still, you know, I still follow the series very well. I still play all these games. I just, uh, it's kind of. It's not our generation. What? What yeah. level is your Gabumon? <laughs> is that a real Pokemon name? No, it's not. It's Digimon, Marcus. I don't know, because with the way the Pokemon what? names are now, I'd be surprised they try to sneak one no. or two. In well, the isn't there a new Pokemon? There is a new Pokemon, I think, called, like, Garbodor or something, and he's a trash bag. No, that was a black about, and white one. Yeah. What about Flabber? Do you have a Flabber from Bid- Big Bad Beetleborgs? <laughs> Fapper? Flabber. He was a Flabbergast, or a Flabbergeist, I think is what he called himself. He was an Elvis impersonator. Come on now. He looked like Elvis and Jay Leno's love child. (laughs) Please don't picture that. (laughs) That's worse than the Hulk Hogan sex tape. Oh. Brother. (laughs) God. I'm going to suplex you under the bed and leg drop. (laughs) I uh, finished Borderlands 2. Uh, about a couple days ago. Um, is the ending better? Don't don't spoil anything. But is the ending better than the first one? Yes. Okay. That's all you need to know. I guess yes. that's not really saying much. You don't have to put much effort into getting a better ending than the first one. But yeah. But um, you know, I, there's there's like really just great writing in Borderlands Two. I, I know that you know we're three weeks overdue for this by now, but you know. Borderlands 2 really did step it up as far as the you know the story goes. I I, I think Handsome Jack is one of like the best written bad guys uh, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know because he's a, he's a villain that loves being. A I heard villain. a lot like, of people because as I stated I don't I haven't I'm barely scratched the surface on the game but like I heard Tiny Tina is not a very good character. A lot of people. Tiny Tina, I love Tiny Tina. Right, see, a lot of people are complaining about her voice, so- which if anyone doesn't know, you know who voices her. Uh, 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 what's his name? Nolan North. <laughs> yes, that's that's. Uh, no, uh, ever, anyone ever watch the uh, Hey Ash? What you plan? Yeah. <laughs> ever ever watch those? That, that uh, the the girl, yeah, Ashley uh, voices Tiny Tina. Okay, I knew her name. I just didn't know where she. Eric, was do you from. not like those videos? Uh, 
I think they're. Why do you say Pitchford's crazy Earl? Is he really? Yeah, Randy yeah. Pitchford's crazy Earl. Yeah. Wait, was he crazy Earl in the first one too? I don't know. Maybe. I don't really know. Yo, what you want? <laughs> Get out of here now! I don't want to see you. Is he still <laughs> promoting Duke Nukem Forever in that game? No, no, there is no Duke Nukem. Well, at least as far as I know, there is no Duke, Duke Nukem reference. There are a lot of references, though. Yes, there are. There's a lot of the Minecraft Easter egg, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the helmet or the face thing or whatever. Yeah, like the way how you get that, though. How you? I don't know if any of you guys saw videos on how you get that skin, but uh-uh. I, I don't want to say it out loud. But it's pretty awesome. There's also a Lord of the Rings Easter egg as well. Mm-hmm. Like you get this uh, ring, and you have to like you have to actually walk to a certain area on the map. You can't fast travel there. You actually have to walk there. Someone's gonna steal it from you and then drop it in the volcano. Oh goodness, that's awesome. Yeah. Wait, so are there two guys fighting in it? I think I don't know. I don't remember. And using a haymaker on a boulder. <laughs> Why do you bring that back up? Because of fucking volcanoes! It's got Chris and Wesker and a fucking volcano. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I understand the volcano thing, but I mean, you gotta admit, it was kind of fun. In, in, in Leon's campaign, I'm pretty sure you push a couple boulders over, so. Yeah. Yeah, but at least he does it with two, he does it with another person he pushes them. He doesn't, like, beat them. Well, it's better than beating a boulder into, like, a molten lava river. Is it easier to push boulders than climb ropes? <laughs> Shut the, we'll get oh, we'll get to that. You shut the my god. You no. shut the fuck up. <laughs> First of all. Um, no. So yeah, yeah. back to Borderlands. Yeah, um, like I was saying about Jack, you know, Handsome Jack really is like one of the best written villains in a very long time. He's he's a villain that loves being a villain. He, he you don't really see that a lot too much in games nowadays, just, you know, villains who actually take pride and passion in being just pure evil. Yeah. You know, and that's that's basically Handsome Jack's essence. So, I really, I really like that touch. And kind of wish Dishonored was not coming out this week, so I can actually just pop in Borderlands and actually go through it. Um, there's there's some shocking plot twists. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. You're gonna shit bricks. I don't really yeah. particularly like shitting bricks. Um, you sure? Th- no, I don't. Jimmy, Jimmy, bricks will be shat. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I know another really good written villain. Uh, uh, his name's CM Punk. Oh, my God. <laughs> with the wrestling references. The, we're <laughs> not a wrestling podcast. Oh, I was going to okay. say, I went over my head. So I forgot we've, we've changed our direction. <laughs> Breaking news, me and Eric are actually making a spinoff podcast uh, where we just bullshit about wrestling. Oh, man. <laughs> you got to watch the product first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think I know more about what's going on in wrestling by not watching it than actually watching it. So, because I talk about it all the time. <laughs> no, because nothing happens. It's terrible. Oh, and it's, it's terrible, just like the WWE 13 game coming out. So, oh, you seriously? <laughs> you cannot be down on a game that's not even out yet. That's already getting a lot of really good. Talk you know, I'm it. only down because you're really excited for it. Oh my god, I'm so hyped! It's like one of the very few games he's excited about. <laughs> Speaking of genitalia popping up again, didn't. How's the bulge physics in that game? I wonder. Oh man, I you know, <laughs> I've seen some pretty nifty bulge physics. Not gonna lie. I mean, that game's not gonna get ten unless you know, Mick, Foley, Mick wanna, Foley's bulge I is, be able to put my age is right there. on display. 
I want to put my age in there and have Billy Gunn's Famouser be the, like, ball drop or something. (laughs) (laughs) They should just do a crossover and put the Dead or Alive girls in there. Man, imagine the the ball Yeah, at least they can fight. At least they can fight. Like, seriously. Beth Phoenix is, like, the only female that can actually fight. No. It's Holly, I guess. But, you know. Um, Eve Eve Torres is uh, a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah, so I've heard. I've yet to see that in action, though. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Before we move on to the greatest game released this year so far, (laughs) any other games that you guys would like to talk about that you've played? Um, We skipped Marcus. We did. No, we no, talked we about me. No, we talked to Marcus. Oh, did we? Yeah. Sorry, I just, Where have you I, been? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just pushed. I Welcome to, to episode number 22 of the Galactic Gaming News Podcast. My name's Jimmy. My name's uh, Eric. I'm Jovan. And we're with the Lawrence Brothers. That's what we're going to start calling you two when you, when you. Tag Team Champions, Lawrence Brothers. There's I'm the one. Tag Team Champions. You're not the tag team champion. That's not even grammatically correct. Can we call you two the Harlem Heat? The Harlem Heat. <laughs> I'm waiting for a response from Jovan. I don't... Just, just start talking about Resident Evil 6. <laughs> I would... Say... <laughs> I want to say before we talk about that, because I'm pretty sure Resident Evil 6 is going to be a long topic. Yeah. Uh, don't we have a question that needs to be answered, Jimmy? Well, I guess we can, yeah. Um, I mean, might as well, right? Yeah, yeah it's about, it's about a game. Might as well. Uh, this comes via t- Tumblr. Uh, let me find the name, and I am very sorry if I butcher your Tumblr name, but that's what you get for having a weird Tumblr name. <laughs> Even though it's a nice name, I think so, at least. From Lilax Bloom. Uh, I don't know. Sure. Um, what do you think... And I'm going to actually direct this to Eric, because I th- he has stated multiple times how excited he is for this game. Yeah, where the hell have you been? I've talked about this multiple times. <laughs> it might be a new listener, so just, re- yeah. just you know, reinsure them. In, in that case, welcome to the best wrestling, wrestling podcast. podcast <laughs> um, what, what do you think of the upcoming Devil May Cry? There's a new Devil May Cry coming out? What? Oh, wow. Oh, man. My mind is blown. It's called Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Wow. Well, this one's not made by Konami, so it doesn't have a weird name. So that's good. <laughs> you uh, think Capcom doesn't make weird names? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they just make weird Mega Man games. That's about it. They're terrible at, logo- <laughs> They're terrible at logos. That's, that's for yeah, sure. But. Mega Man games. You ever see a woman blow a giraffe? But anyways... <laughs> Get to the question, Eric. You you are... In in all seriousness, what I think about Devil May Cry, uh, the reboot, is... I'm I'm, I'm so excited beyond belief. It's got a Christopher Nolan take on the world, it seems, in a lot of ways, uh, where they try to ground everything. You heard it here first. Christopher Nolan is behind the Devil May Cry reboot. Oh God! I'd be even more excited than I <laughs> could ever possibly imagine. Yes, I piss myself so hard. But the fire rises. Just the 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 stuff we're seeing from the trailers, from the way that this Dante actually has emotions to him, uh, and the way that he handles seeing his brother, and he already knows who his brother is. 
seeing Mundus as a businessman instead of a gigantic statue. The the combat looked more fluid than I could have possibly imagined. I mean, these are the people behind Heavenly Sword. But it looks like the story is actually going to hit all of those things that they kind of skipped on beforehand. So I'm excited to see how everything's going to work out, how Dante is going to handle being half demon, uh, any kind of mention of Sparta. I don't, I, I couldn't be any more excited than I am for that game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think this could be the pinnacle of the Devil May Cry series since the third one. So <gasps> What? That's- well, I would say that. I would say that. Yeah, I, he has I'm a good point. Too. I think we could uh, be all in agreement with that. Yeah, four was the, f- well, the I mean, fourth one gets shit on a lot, but the fourth the one was, was pretty damn good. It was I, good. I just didn't like Nero. The why does nobody? Why does nobody like Nero? He was a new character. But it's, nobody likes Nero because there was nothing explained about Nero, and that's, well, that's a it, lot of problems. Yeah, like I, I didn't know who he was by the end of the game. <laughs> Yeah, the only thing I could gather, the only thing I could gather was he's got to be the son of Virgil. Even though timeline sense, it doesn't make any sense because Nero is a little bit, I think he's, what, almost 20? Or he is in his 20s? Probably. And Dante's in his 40s. Therefore, Virgil would have had to have been having a child around the age of between 14 and 18. Which could happen. Seems appropriate, especially in America. Yeah, it's appropriate. Say, it's Capcom we're talking about, though. It is Capcom. Say, so anything could happen. Yeah, Nero could have just been created or something. That too. <laughs> he could be like an experiment. I don't know. That's see, that's the thing I'm worried about with Devil May Cry is that maybe with this reboot they're gonna forget about the old one because there's still too many questions that need to be answered. Well, that's the point of a, a reboot. They should yeah, just this is a new Devil May Cry. Yeah. This is this has nothing to do with the previous timeline. Well, yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, what if they, like, you don't think that, you know, if this does well, they're just going to say, ah, forget the old one. We'll just focus yeah. on the yep. reboot. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I they could. Say, I think they're done. I think they're done with that old series. I think that even they realized that it became a little bit too convoluted, and they want to get a fresh start on something that a lot of people really loved. I love the story of Devil May Cry. And I would. I'm willing to say that I think it's my favorite story in a game series, even though there were so many loopholes, but I think it's a, an amazing thing, and I'm really excited to see how this is going to play out. Yeah, I can understand that. I just hope they, I just hope that they do the reboot, they actually bring back some of the older characters, because it would We've be nice to see... We've already seen Virgil. Well, We've seen like Mundus. I mean, like Lady, uh, Trish, you know, if Nero could even make a comeback somehow. Yeah. No, no, I don't no. mind. I don't mind Nero. It's just they need to explain who he is. Like the only thing they're, they're not going like to How can you like him if you? Because don't I don't know. Because I just because I mean he had that Dante kind of flair to him. But at the same time, he had a serious side then, too. Then you, then you can just like Dante because Dante. I like Dante. Serious. I like them both, but Nero's his own person because he actually cared about that girl, about Kyrie, whatever her name is. He actually cared about her. Dante, as far as I know, he only cared about like Trish in the first one. After that. Well, this you could take cares about like that, that dumb cat, bitch. Wait, that cat woman? Is that yeah. a big cat? Yeah, cat. 
So I don't know. I'll just see. I just... So, so there's no real need for Nero to come back. I'm just saying, no it would be nice to sit there and say, like, you know, that is. If he would come back, he would just be like a completely redesigned character. I don't care how see, he comes back. Possibly nothing like he was in Devil May Cry 4. And that. Oh, boy. Okay. Secretly. Okay. That argument was just inserted into there just to simulate a verbal confrontation between Dante and Virgil since these two are brothers. Haha, uh-huh, that's clever. That's clever. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which one of us would actually be Dante. Ten minutes with the Harlem Heat. <laughs> oh, God. Any uh, promos anybody wants to cut on Hulk Hogan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Anything, anything else to touch on about the new Dead My Cry reboot? I, I think I think uh, we can all agree that we're all very very excited to see how this game turns out. Yes. Yeah. Because I think the gameplay looks absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, it's something Capcom doesn't <coughs> completely ruin. Well, well, this isn't Capcom that we have to worry about. This is Ninja Theory, or no? No, no Capcom wrote Ninja the story. Ninja? Ninja Theory only did the gameplay and aesthetics. Capcom actually okay. did the story. Capcom can do the story all they want. That doesn't matter. If Capcom's it's name's on it, gonna matter. if Capcom's name's on it, I'm going to worry just at least a little bit. So. <laughs> just a tiny yeah. bit. Tiny well, bit. I mean, I'm also. I mean, I can't say that I'm not worried. I'm absolutely worried. But the thing is, they they took into stride what the fans were saying. I mean, hell, they changed what Dante looked like, and they've instituted a couple of the things that fans were worried about, and they were like, okay, we're going to go in and fix that, and they did. <coughs> and I think that's part of the reason why it's taken so long for this game to come out is because they really wanted to pay homage to what the game originally was, by bringing in some of the more nifty things of the story and really saying, hey, fans, you know what? Maybe you're right about a couple of things. We'll bring that in. And that, that's awesome, but they should definitely do that with the other series that we'll talk about here in a second. Oh, man. They should definitely they definitely listen. Or they should have done it a long time ago, but they should definitely do it now. So then, <laughs> does that mean we can talk about the game that game says, hey, bestiality is okay? <coughs> Viva Pinata? I was... No, uh, I believe it's uh, The Thing, uh, uh-huh. the remake in a different game, though. I mean... oh, you know, okay. Resident Evil 6. <laughs> oh, what's he talking about? Resident <laughs> Evil 6, no doubt, if you're a gamer you know, came out this week. And, and you know, regardless of what, you know, what you've heard or, or whatnot, it is, you could say one of the biggest games of the year when... And I think that was apparent when they announced it. That, God, they they just announced it this year too. They, it wasn't yeah, they announced it in January. Yeah, it wasn't just like a you know two years ago they announced it, but uh, announced earlier this year. Um, slated to come out first in November, and they actually pushed it pushed it up, which probably was was not the best idea. Um, but yeah, it came out a month's difference could have made for that game. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you if you didn't like it that much, yeah, it wasn't gonna. Um, but yeah, uh, released this week on the second. Or last week, I guess, depending on when you're listening to this. Or if you're listening to this four months from now, then four months ago. Um, <laughs> uh, pandering. Everyone, mists of pen pandering. Is that, oh, is that what you're saying? It's <laughs> Resident Evil Six. Mist of pandering. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Bam. Resident Evil Combat Evolved. <laughs> God. Resident <laughs> Evil. Woman blows giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> but, let's just talk about the cover art for a second, because seriously, when the, when they first released that poster, I didn't see it. 
And I think it's one of those things you probably you probably didn't see until someone pointed out to you. And then once someone pointed out to you, it's there and you can never <laughs> unsee that. And when, you know, I seen that I was like, okay, well, that's just marketing. They they can't possibly make that the cover art of the game, can they? They made it the cover art of the game. They made it the cover art of the fucking game. And Nothing I Nothing else on the front. I'm looking just at it I'm looking at it right now. I'm I'm looking at it right now and it's just disturbing. And <sighs> the good news is if they make a Resident Evil 9, they can just turn it upside down. <laughs> I can't wait until Resident Evil 69. Oh man, it's gonna look like an orgy of bestiality. I don't. I don't think it's gonna go that. You know what? Okay. Hey, uh, Tom, made it to 13, 14. Uh, but everyone on this podcast, um, except Eric, has played the game. Um, <coughs> yeah, I am. I am reviewing it for Galactic Gaming News. So Godspeed. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, busy with with work as well. So so. Trying to get through this game has been kind of difficult because it's just I don't even know where to start. Like, where where do you start? Because uh, Javon, I know I know you as a, you know comparatively to me and Marcus, you actually really like the game. Um, if you you know compare your thoughts to me, and Marcus's thoughts, but I don't know where to start on this. Could you quit calling him by the wrong name, please? Did I call him Marcus? No, you called you called. You called Street the Jailer. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Street. <laughs> Street. I, I, I apologize. But where where do you begin on, for lack of a better term, this train wreck? Like, I... I Plane crash. Plane crash, pun intended. Y- yeah, I... Street, I, you can start, because you, you have the best opinions out of all of us about the game. And, you know, um... Make us like Resident Evil 6, Street. Because I'm I, I'm having a hard time. It's going to be impossible. I do not intend to make you like it. However, I would like to say what I thought about the. I um, you can you can say what you have to about the plot of consistencies and stuff like that. However, as a game itself, it was a pretty decent action title. Um, I understood what was going on. There were characters in there that I grew to love over the years, obviously, and then there were new characters that, eh, they just fell really flat. I mean, Helena Harper, out of all of them, at least out of all the new characters, I liked the most. I, I really liked really? Helena. Really? Yeah. I out really of, liked Helena. I thought Pierce. I thought Pierce was the absolute most flattest written character out of all of my. Pierce, I, didn't, I did not like at the start of Chris's campaign. I was like, this guy, I don't, I don't care for him. But actually, at the end of Chris's campaign, I grew to like him. I really did. Yeah, and then not the way he did for you. I mean, come on. Yeah. That just that that put out. Really? I think that was for, I think that was there to make you like him. He dropped his pants for you, man. I, <laughs> I, think, I, I was gonna I think, say yeah. that's the way it sounds. <laughs> I think I think that was there to make you like Pierce. Like like he had some sort of a deeper character to him mm-hmm. when like like the game was just giving you an illusion that Pierce was actually like deeper. Than what you saw on the surface, but he really wasn't, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mind them. Jake actually surprised me. Jake surprised me very much. I like Jake. I, um, I actually do like Jake as well. Yeah. Oh, I, I did not think I would like him as a character at all, but yeah, he surprised me quite a bit. I'm glad Sherry came back. Um, you know, it's been years since we saw her. She's practically a new character anyway, so. So sexy as hell. Sexy as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, she she really needed a bra. Can can I ask a question real quick? 
What? Uh, yes, yeah, sir. I, sir in the front row with your hand up. Oh, oh, me. Oh. Uh, you. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So I was talking to Jimmy last night, and <laughs> I was listening to him play this game, which was extremely hilarious. I had my headset on, but I had my volume up on my TV, so you could hear oh, pretty much everything that was going on. It was fantastic, and just the amount of size coming out of, out of Jimmy. I didn't know if he was going to breathe anymore, because he was just like... <sighs> but, but there's a part where I heard Sherry say, like, explaining the death of her father from Resident Evil 2. And if I remember properly, I don't remember her being there for the death of her father in Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Well, someone probably told her. Yeah, but she, she remembers it vividly. Like, the way she was talking about it just bothered me. I was like, I don't remember you being there for your dad being killed. I just do not remember that. But okay, please tell me more. Especially when do you even do you even fight William and, and with uh, Claire? Oh, I, I, I know she that. fights Mister X, and I thought Leon fought <laughs> William, and Sherry was with Claire, and see it just doesn't make any damn sense wow what a shock I'm hearing this a lot about Resident Evil 6 that it doesn't make any sense a lot of it makes I, no I, sense a lot of it makes I believe no on sense. South Park they said it best when they said it does not make sense <laughs> I, I, that I think doesn't make sense to me with the story and, and I, this is I don't know about you guys but I know I might be the most novice Resident Evil fan here I appreciate the, the first like two games I don't really remember the third one. Um, you know, I loved four. Actually, never played Code Veronica. Surprising enough. Um, don't don't worry about that one. Um, I, you didn't miss much. I, I liked four. <laughs> I, for the most part, despised five, just simply because I had no one to play with and the AI was so blatantly bad. <laughs> but the story is not. It's, the story in six is not good and it doesn't make a lot of sense. But for some reason. It keeps me entertained. Really? I will say that. It, it, the story for me is that, like, I think it's because the voice acting is so good. Like, it really is. In my opinion, it's good. Oh, like, yeah, that's good. And during the cutscenes, I'm just like, okay, this doesn't make sense. <coughs> that doesn't make sense. Okay, if I remember correctly, this shouldn't happen. You know, stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, I kind of want to see what happens next now. But overall, if I were, like, on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, the story, it's probably, like, a a three, I don't know. It's that, that maybe a little sense. higher, but it's not yeah. that good of a story. But it, I've seen worse stories. Well, yeah, but this just doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. Like a lot of people have been saying, it has no reason to be. No, there's no reason for this game to exist. Because if I remember correctly, didn't five wrap everything up? Yeah, five yes. wrapped up everything. Okay, it well, was like inside, of volcano, inside of a volcano. Inside of a volcano. But in six. But, they, you know, they create these two other char- brand new characters, Helena and Pierce, and then they create Jake and, and just kind of like slap, oh, you're son of Wesker. And then they even create Neo Umbrella. Now, see, here's the thing. I didn't mind that they had a Neo Umbrella. Just give me something about them. Like, they didn't even explain what Neo Umbrella was. The, it was it was more or less you were going up against Ada and that Simmons guy and the family, as they were so-called calling it. Yeah. But Neo Umbrella, it was just a name. It wasn't even like I, it wasn't even a thing. It was just a name. So I th- it, uh, it was just. I, I, I think I've got it figured out, guys. I broke. We, we maybe, broke Marcus. 
You did. <laughs> maybe this <laughs> game does have a reason to exist. <laughs> to make us debate? Yeah, maybe. I, I think that this game does have a reason to exist. They have Neo Umbrella, so maybe this game actually takes place in the Matrix. Oh, my God. I mean, there was a lot of bullet time in 5. Oh, for love of God. Okay, um... Moving on from that. <laughs> yeah, but it's just... I could like I like a game that has some kind of like you know. Uh, I think okay, this story is, the story's incoherent. We yeah. got we got it, Marcus. I now, think this gameplay wise. Well, I think oh, this game. Oh. Honestly, it's like I, I think this is just a, a case of this console generation is wrapping up. I think Capcom's like, hey, we need to get another Resident Evil out before this generation runs out. Let's hurry up quickly. Uh, what what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Uh, Neo Umbrella. That's everyone. awesome. <laughs> um, let's make some new characters, okay? Uh, yeah, you over there? Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, Hel- uh I got a- Helena Harper, I think, is a good character. Okay, awesome. Uh, you, you over there, what's your son's name? Jake? Okay, Jake. good. <laughs> good, we'll, we'll do that. Uh, you, what's your first name? Pierce? Good. Awesome, we got a few <laughs> new characters. Um, quickly, where's it gonna take place? Uh, you, China? China, good, Africa. awesome, we're, we're good. And then they just made the game. I was in Africa. No, yeah. Yeah, but at least it was in the center of where, you know, civilization supposedly exists. Not civilization, where humans actually came from. So I mean, a little what, bit of something. What, 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 what did you just say? Wow, well, I said. Yeah, what? I thought I actually said that right. What I meant to say was that at least with five in Africa, it took place where, you know, humans are supposedly supposed to have come from. You know. What? Please, please explain this to me. Marcus Von Jesus. Wait, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, you know, haven't you heard? No, like, <laughs> no I, the only thing I've heard is that bird is the what word, is, and I'm not hearing this out of you. What does, what does that have to do with? I don't know. That's what I heard. Of, that's what I kind of got from Resident Evil 5. Like, you know, they kind of... Okay, so if I'm understanding correctly, people don't live in China. People live in Africa. All right, cool. Yes. Seems as like- far as the gameplay is concerned, I didn't think the gameplay was that bad. I mean, people complained about the wonky camera. And, and here, the, here, here's the funny I thing about the gameplay, think- though. They changed two really huge things that, because other things bother me so much in the game, I actually didn't even notice until about 20 hours in. You can walk and shoot. Yeah. And melee is not prompt anymore. You can melee whenever the hell you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, did, I really I, like that. At one, at one point, I sat back and I was like, huh, I can walk and shoot. Shit. You didn't notice that in the beginning? Actually really no, because I was too busy doing quick time events. Oh. I think they instituted <laughs> that in the best Resident <laughs> Evil game of all time, which was called Operation Raccoon City. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, actually, you know what? Forget, I'm not going to talk about that. Move on. Move on. Yeah. I enjoyed the game. Leave me alone. Yeah, move on. <laughs> but that. this game had no reason to be so bad. I, I, I really, I really want to see what, like, how is it that like I mean, if you didn't if you didn't like six, then fine. But like, to well, think Raccoon City was better, <laughs> I can't necessarily call it better. But I can actually say I enjoyed it a little bit more. I don't know how I can't. I don't know how I don't know. I did because I played I with friends and it wasn't as bad. I, 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 I can't hold on. Off Raccoon City. Well, let me try to think about this. Like yes, Raccoon it's, City it's, didn't make sense to me. All right, the story. Operation yes, the story made no sense. But that I was expecting the story not to make any sense. I was expecting it to be, you know, bad. Then why did you like it? What? Then then why did you like Operation Raccoon City? Because it was fun when I played with friends. I don't know. Hmm. It was fun. Yeah. 
brilliant deduction. Brotherly disputes. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna go into that anymore. Stevie Ray and Booker it's T like... are going at it right now. <laughs> talking about. I'm waiting for for Jovan. Oh, sorry. I'm waiting for Street to do the uh, Harlem Hangover off the top rope. (laughs) Um, Maybe the book at. I think one of the most glaring problems with Resident Evil Six is, you know, quick time events, and they're not. You know, if you haven't played it yet, it's not like God of War quick time events that weren't necessarily terribly done. They were just kind of like a nuisance, you know, just like oh, okay, no. These are. Bad quick time events. Too. Like yeah, they these are, are controller breaking quick time yes. events. Yes, I was very scared for my analog stick. No, no <laughs> I, me too. I, I probably almost broke my analog stick quite a few times. But it's it's like it, you know, it's it's fine if you want to have one maybe during a, a cinematic <coughs> sequence, you know, to maybe test your reflexes like really quick. These are, you know, in a ten minute span, you'll do like ten to fifteen quick time events. Mm-hmm. It's it's. It's bad. It's glaring. And, you know, some of them... Let's say, you know, in Leon's campaign, there's a zombie on the ground. Um, you know, you go to stomp him. Which is, this is the problem with the melee being free range. Sometimes doesn't work, and sometimes you just miss, and the zombie will grab you. But, is, is, you know, as long as the zombie has you in his hands, you lose health. And depending on how fast you can wiggle the stick, <laughs> that's how much health you'll lose, pretty much. Or lack, or you won't lose. But the prompt doesn't come on the screen, like, right away. So you'll lose, you know, a good bit of health before you can even get there. And it's just, it's infuriating. And extremely infuriating. I just stocked up on a bunch of herbs. Oh, my God. And then, and then at the end of Leon's campaign, all I have to say is the fucking rope. Oh, the rope. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like fucking volcanoes to me. I didn't, I didn't finish. This is worse than the fucking volcanoes. <laughs> No, it's, there's no way. There's no, dude, no way. Eric. You know how to get on an elevator. You know, have your little moment. And as the elevator's going up, this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, the elevator's going to fucking blow up. There's no way that this is... Because, you know, they want to have the action <coughs> flick, the Michael Bay, you know, moments. I'm like, the elevator's going to blow up. Sure enough, it blows up. It flies out. It's hanging on by this sh- string. You guys jump from the elevator and grab this rope that's <laughs> from the bottom of the building to the very top. And... It is literally a two-minute quick... Even if you do it perfectly correct, it's like a minute-and-a-half, two-minute quick-time event of you alternating left one and right one. Doesn't sound hard, right? Well, there's a trick to it. You have to hold them and then let go of your... It's weird. And if you get all the way to the top and then mess up once, you fall all the way back down. And you have to do it again. guaranteeing that you actually know how to do the quick-time event. Because the way the... The way it says to do it is wrong. Yeah. So I know a lot of people were like, me, I, it took me 10 minutes for me to figure out what to do. Others took like half an hour. Oh, I was like, about ready to break my controller because I kept falling. Yeah, I just got stuck. I was like, what am I supposed to do? I was supposed to like tap them really fast. I'm supposed to just like, you know, like tap one, tap mm-hmm. one. But you're supposed like, to hold. Oh, I'm supposed to hold. Yeah. I did by accident too. Like I was holding both of them. I was like, wait, he's holding on to one. Let me let go. I was like, oh, at one point, At one point, I still didn't know what to do. And I actually got quite a ways up there, and I was like, okay, okay, here we go. And, of course, I didn't, I didn't know how to do it still, so I messed up, and I fell all the way back down the bottom. I was like, I, this is impossible. I can't, I, this, I can't do this. This is – it should literally have been a cinematic sequence or hit X to climb rope. Yeah, just mash the X one. Or the no, not even – just hit X. Oh, just hit X? Yeah, okay. just hit X. Yeah. I would have been okay Man, with that... mashing. 
So you're telling me that this game decides that you need to climb a rope in a much different way than any other game that you can easily climb a rope. They just, just decided, hey, let's put a quick time event. Or just hold the analog that, that stick logical. up. Or just hold the analog stick up. That makes too much sense. And then there's one point you have to do it while this, this creature is running towards you. Or like crawling up the side of the building. And it's, it's, uh, I'm surprised I didn't die at that part. Oh my god, I I don't I don't even know. And then there's some parts where you know this this one in Leon's campaign, this creature grabs you and wants to like push you into this spinning fan. I don't know if you guys remember this, but you know, so you have to rotate the analog stick, or I think it's wiggle it back and forth. Maybe I don't know. <coughs> but oh, I know what you're talking about. It's so infuriating. And then there are moments in the game where you have to actually turn the analog stick, not just wiggle it back and forth, but turn it. The reflexes you need or the quickness that you need to do this sometimes, it's... it's, I don't, who it's do they not expect, possible. Who do they expect to do this stuff? Like, yeah. gameplay decisions like this, you know... And I mean, there are a lot of tons of other little problems with the gameplay. Like I said, the melee, the problem with it being free roam and being able to you to just melee whatever the hell you want, whatever whenever you want, it doesn't work sometimes, and the camera doesn't cooperate, and, you know, there's tons oh, of gameplay problems, but the the quick time events, I'm just like... Yeah, those quick time events are just far too much. Why? Like, like I'm not a fan of quick time events in general. Yeah. It, even in God of War, I found them incredibly... It's like, yeah, Heavy Rain had a lot of quick time events, but that was the gameplay. They advertised that. You knew what you were getting into. Yeah. But this is just... I don't know. Ah, I... I don't mind quick time events, but in this game, I was kind of upset. Especially where, you know, you were going to grab by a zombie, and depending on how fast you did it, you know, how much help you would lose or still have, it was annoying. Yeah. And then it would just happen at the stupidest times. Can I, can I interrupt for a yeah, second? You in the front row? Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah yes, sir. Uh, sir with the camo shirt? <laughs> yeah, sorry. With the dip, uh, this with the is rub actually in? a Brian Danielson shirt. Oh, sorry, uh, Daniel Brian shirt. Yes, yes, yes. Brian. Uh, yeah, his name is Brian Danielson. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, didn't Asura's Wrath also have like basically nothing but quick time events? But you had yeah. times where it was like, "Don't yeah. let me cry." Yeah, yeah. but oh, it was okay. actually good though. That actually made some yeah. sense. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't played it, so... I I've, I've played it, you know. But, you know, at least Asura's Wrath was six hours long. Oh, wait, that's not a good thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, not every game has to be long as hell. Not every game has to be short. Not a, well, that's true, but at least... Yeah, that's a good point. But still, at least it was a fun six hours, though. You can't tell me if you played the game. It was an anticlimactic six hours. It was well. I will. I will say that is a bad thing on Capcom. How they had the ending become DLC. They should just gave that ending to people from the get go. So I will say that. But it was fun. You can't tell me you didn't have fun with like those fights. Because oh, I those did. Fights, but you know, I also had fun with RE6. You know. I did. I can't see how. Because all right, is it all right? Anybody else but me? But because I played four before I played six. And I remember how it was telling you, oh, you have to aim for the arms to make them drop this. So you mm. shoot their leg to do this, mm. make them you know, cripple. In six, that doesn't happen. I've noticed I mean, I, that. I, Wait, what do you mean it doesn't happen? If you right, shoot like, them in the legs, they still fall? Not not right away. You have to shoot them like a couple of times. Cause I've tried it. Like I'll shoot like a zombie's <clears> leg like two, three times, and it'll just tear away the skin. But they'll just keep running at me. And it's like, okay, really? All right, so let me try something else. Well, the zombies in this game... 
Zombies? First of all, there are zombies, and then there are Juwabo. No, no, I'm talking about zombies. Like, the actual Leon campaign zombies. Harlem Heat's arguing again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, even in Leon's campaign, there's Juwabo. A good amount of them. They take way too many bullets, regardless of what they are. Like, I... And I didn't like that because it felt like I got no feedback from the enemy. Like I would shoot them in the arm, and they just yeah. There's no f- you know, well, there's no feedback from the guns. Like a lot of times, you'll be shooting enemies, especially bosses. You have no idea if you're doing damage. You don't know if you're supposed to sit there and keep shooting them or Speaking wait. Of which, that's a good point because in Chris's campaign, <coughs> oh, you guys the, could probably cocoon, back me up. The cocoon boss. Yeah, the oh, end boss. I didn't God. know what to do. I mean, I was just lost. And then what I noticed was bad about, like, you know, what they were trying to give you in directions, if you could call them that, was when you knock him out of his cocoon, right? And Chris is like, all right, fire up. Or, like, you know, light him up. It took me a while to figure out that you have to actually go up and melee him. Yeah. Now, last time I checked, that's not lighting somebody up. That's stabbing someone. <laughs> so I was, so I literally died, like, about ten times when I figured out, hey, well, you know, in that, see if I can run up In that him. part, I got to that part with no ammo. Because the previous couple oh. parts before that were all, like, action, hey, run away from this person sequences. So I had no ammo. I had to do this all with my knife, okay? And, oh. of course, the game, you're in this one little confined area. Of course, the game, you know, they give you boxes in, in this room. And you're thinking, oh, well, there's going to be ammo in these boxes, right? Just skill points. No, <laughs> skill points. <laughs> skill points. Which, by the way, I, I, would, I would take, give, give me money and let me go to a shop and upgrade my guns any day. This skill yeah. point... Skill Dumb. Point Stupid. Because they cost way too much, and they give you way too little skill points. Yeah, I think they it's a point they want you. They want you to play. They want you to play like the mercenary mode or something. Yeah, they, yeah, it's the, yeah, they're advertising like mercenaries mode on. Okay, give me, like give me eight. money, and let me upgrade stuff. Or if you're gonna do, you know what I mean? I like that in Resident Evil Four. I like that in Resident Evil Four. The stupid huh. merchant yeah. guy. What do you buy? Look into my coat. What do you sell it? <laughs> Would you like to buy? Should have brought him back. <laughs> yeah, they should have. Why did he come back ever? Like, was because just, like, they're gonna put him into his own. Actually, it turns out that that was Jill Valentine the whole time, and she was having you pay all that money so they could insert entire- a medallion into her chest that you could shoot in Resident Evil Five. Like, where was Jill that entire game? She's by all W. S. Anderson's what movies. She, what was she probably, doing? She was probably somewhere else or getting caught by Wesker, and you know, hey, he's getting dead. Her- well, I'm talking about she, was, guys, oh, she was swimming inside of a volcano because it was oh. the warmest place on earth like, at the moment. No Jill, no Sheva. Like I actually cared about Sheva. I mean, yeah, her AI I was terrible. Her. Yeah, her AI was terrible, <laughs> but she actually had a character to her. Like I she actually, she'll probably she come back in Like I mean, like she's one of the very few black protagonists in video games that were like likable. You know, I, I actually enjoyed Sheva's character. I don't care about Pierce. I want that asshole. Yeah, yeah, but Sheva was also fun to stare at. I'm sorry. It has to be said. Sheva was pretty damn hot. Anyway, I think, in my opinion, the the fundamental problem with Resident I mean, gameplay problems aside, I I think, you know, me and Marcus have more gripes than Jovan, or Street, than Street does. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) you know, my biggest problem is they're trying to please too many people. They tried to make this game everything. Oh yeah, it's, makes... it's 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 not a survival horror game. Obviously, we know that. Even Leon's campaign, chapter one is, and you know, I'll I'll admit that, like chapter one, that's old school Resident Evil. Then after that, it's it's nothing. Downhill, all action, stupidness, mm-hmm. and it's a ter- In my opinion, it's a terrible action game. And you know, and they try to do all this different gameplay 
you drive you drive snowmobiles in this game. Literally drive, steer them. Wait, oh, is that what Jake's campaign? Yes, and you drive yeah, okay. Hummers. And it oh, is the most ungodly thing. Uh, you fly a jet. You fly a jet, too. Yeah, I mean, you don't really... F- well, the yeah, jet's you quick, quick time. You do fly it. quick time. That's not a quick time. You actually fly that thing. Yeah, you fly the jet. Hey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. In Wooden's like, campaign. Yeah. And, no, yeah. In Chris's. Yeah, oh, Chris's. fly around. Oh, yeah. You fly a jet. I thought you were talking about Leon's. No, and it's just like... Oh. Why are you doing? I don't understand, and I think it's a problem of this is, this is a case of Japanese developers trying to make a game that appeals to Western audiences. That makes a lot of sense. And you know, if you listen to, there's a lot of other you know interviews out there, those podcasts out there where you know, while showing off Resident Evil Six, ca- these Capcom developers and these these people from Capcom actually sit and ask these Western journalists, hey, you know. What are the most popular games people are playing? You know, do, do do people play Battlefield? You know, Call of Duty and stuff. They're asking them this to use as feedback for Resident Evil, and it's just well, like I mean, that, that, that's, that's a whole the majority. Other... Of, that's the majority of people in the yeah, game. Yeah, but if universe. you want to make an action game, stick yeah. to making an action game and make Resident it good. Evil, I mean, I understand Resident Evil has to be. It's going to have to become one, I guess, because of the way they're going. It's going to have no. to. One. No, but it doesn't have to. It doesn't you guys have to are, be. There, I mean, there's a whole other can of worms that's being opened up. Uh, the whole thing is, currently, Call of Duty is starting to hit that side of the world, like over in in Japan and everything. Uh, I can't remember exactly which developer it is, but they're actually publishing the games over there. Square Enix, I thought Square was published. Yeah. Square Enix, Call of Duty. They published. Yeah, they published yeah. Modern Warfare too. Yep. Yeah, and they're pub- they're publishing it over over there, and it's becoming a bigger thing, and that's obviously going to start that trend over there. As we're starting to see some of these other games that are more story driven, that are starting to happen recently, over there, the they're starting to get the whole <laughs> cool explosions. Yeah. Oh man, that was really cool. Guess what? There's going to be a little kid over there bitching at his mom about how he's only been playing for an hour. <laughs> really cool. I, I mean. Uh, I, I think though, if they wanted to go in an action direction, that's that's fine. I mean, obviously, I would love to see them stick to survival horror. But if they want to make an action game, make an action game, but stick to that formula and make it a good action game. Yeah. Like this is just, I I thought it, you know, it's it not a good too action much game. Going for it, it had yeah. way too much going for it, and yeah. not knowing what the hell it was supposed to be doing. I, I will say that, you know, they they advertise Leon's campaign as the survival horror campaign, which is complete and utter bullshit because the. The best, you know, tense moment I got in the entire game was during Chris's campaign when you were fighting a giant invisible snake. You really got scared in that part? I didn't get tense? scared, but it was actually pretty tense. tense. I mean, well, and I'm just trying to think about the it. Atmosphere, the atmosphere of that was pretty cool. You're walking, you're literally, the game makes you walk through these hallways and you see this giant snake just slither by. You go into the uh, next room, there's nothing there but one of your dead squad mates. Like, that's the most survival horror this game is. And then, even like Leon's campaign, like chapter one, it's pretty, you know, old school Resident Evil, but even then, it's not, it's, it's not scary. It's not, doesn't make me, doesn't make me jump or anything. And it's like they didn't even try. Kid, the original Resident Evil games didn't make me jump at all. It didn't scare me much. I don't, but, See, I don't get how that, how they wouldn't make you jump. That dog that jumped through the yes, window. Yes, that scared that the was shit the out of me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like eight years old or something. And watching my stepbrother play at the moment, and that was the first time that I ever got slapped for swearing. Yeah, <laughs> that I, was a like, holy like, shit moment. I, from, from my from my youth, I just never cared for horror. I just didn't like the genre. 
I really just well, thought I didn't it was like boring. I just thought it was boring, predictable. Just I, I know what's gonna happen. I know. Yeah. Just I mean, well, that, that's it's that, not that's that hard obviously to figure out. Your it's personal preference, hard, you know. You know. It's just it wasn't that hard to yeah. figure out. You know, like I just felt that action just. I mean, obviously, action doesn't need a story, but you know, when it has a story, it can get unpredictable. Like there can be a shocking plot twist. You know, there can be one in horror as well. It's just not there. It's mm-hmm. Just nobody wants to put it there. I don't know why, but you know, and that's why action sells. You know, people, the majority want action. Yeah. They don't want survival horror. They don't want to play as a grown man with a metrosexual haircut running around <laughs> doing things. Oh that's, my God. that's not even a metrosexual haircut. That's a 1998 haircut. <laughs> He's been sporting the same cut since 98. Yeah, uh, no, no, it was a little bit feathered. Don't lie to oh, me. Okay. I All saw right. it was feathered. Um, that, that, that is, uh, one of the good he points of the hair. game, it's, you know, it sounds like we've been shitting on the game quite a bit, but the character models do look fantastic. And oh, the look fantastic. Just the, what? the game looks gorgeous. Yeah, the game looks great. Oh, I I've seen a lot of like environments. Like if you just look around, some of the environments are kind of muddy, and the texture quality isn't really there well, on some of, them. Some of the, the the things. But overall, the game is a fantastic looking game, and the explosions are cool. I guess that's probably what the best thing they're going for. But uh, you know, like I said, the voice acting I thought is really good. You know, yeah. presentation wise, this game you can tell they had a lot of money into it, and it shows. It's just. In my opinion, on the gameplay side, it's it's lacking, and I think you know, come next console generation with with you know the whatever the next systems are called, uh, when the next when the next Resident Evil game comes out, it needs to be a reboot. Yes, they need you think to, so. Yes, I know, Javon, you might disagree because you, you think they're just going to head towards action anyway. But I think what they should do because there are people who want that survival horror. And they can still yeah. get it though. That's the thing. But Resident Evil yeah. was really the forebearers of that when on, on PS One. They mm-hmm. need to grab that. They need to pick up that mantle again. Because I think Dead Space, as much as I love Dead Space, it's going it's away from no it. Longer, it's no longer horror. It's not going to be. Um, well, I, I, th- I th- here's one of the things that I really see happening. Shinji Mikami, who is the original creator of Resident Evil, he's I making believe, a new project. Yeah, he's making a new survival yeah. horror game. Like he's making. Yeah. Go ahead. It, it, I think that what it really comes down to is, if we see the numbers on that, the numbers are any good. Capcom is a vindictive ex-girlfriend bitch. That's basically yes, what are. Capcom is, and, and they will I'm make sorry if that's horror. offensive to anybody. But seriously, that's what Capcom does. I mean, have has anybody seen the the Mega Man 25th anniversary game that's coming out oh, on yeah. the iPad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Hey, Mega Man fans, thanks for supporting us all these years. Hope you have an iPad. It's basically I mean, despite the creator for leaving the Mega company. Man, uh, the, yeah, the, the problem is terrible. Like, there's many. They're spiting the creator Kenji Iofune for leaving Capcom, and apparently, like Japanese business, like the whole Japanese culture of business, is that he wasn't supposed to do what he did. So, like, they're treating Mega Man this way to spite him. You know, Mega I mean, I guess you could say the same for Resident Evil with Shinji Mikami, you know, leaving Capcom for Platinum Games, and then later on making his own studio with um, Bethesda now, so, like, you know, I guess this... I mean, but, you know, Resident Evil's more of a cash cow than Mega Man ever was, so, I mean... They, in my opinion, they really? just need to reboot it. They need to scrap everything we know of Resident Evil and just start from scratch. I don't think a lot of people would be happy with that, though. I think people this... would be very happy with that. You after 6, so? yeah, I do. Well, after 6, I mean... I think 6 has, you know, 
for a lot of people, especially hardcore fans, I think is probably going to leave a really bad taste in people's mouth. Like I said, story-wise, this game shouldn't exist. So there's no reason for this to, to exist at all. And I think it just made everything more complicated and convoluted. Just make, just reboot it, start from scratch. I can't see them doing it now, though. But I mean, we have to. I mean, we have to see. I guess because I mean, I still think they could go into survival they, horror. They can. Fifteen years ago. Well, I mean, they can still do it in the next game. It's just will they will they do it? Is the question. It's just like if you really if people really want this, it's like people are gonna want this reboot, and then when Capcom puts out the reboot, it's just gonna leave a, a just as bad a taste in their mouths as Six did. You know, if you if you really think about it, this is like Capcom has a history. Like Capcom's notorious for recycling old habits. Like if you really want them to do a survival horror game, like are you really going to be happy with the result? I mean, like considering how they treat Street Fighter <laughs> and their oh, constant damn. re-releases and their constant re-releases of Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Cross Tekken. They did say if there was enough demand for it, they'd remake too. Resident Evil 2. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. But, oh. you know, like, just... Like, yeah, see, do you yeah, really that... think they're going to do anything new for the horror genre, is what I'm saying? Like, I don't think so. No. You know, I, I think, so I'm I like, think is... they need to, because no one else is really taking up the mantle. Yeah, but that. will they? They need to, but will they? This is Capcom. I yeah. hope. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish my, my thought process that I was... Stating, a well, couple you're not minutes allowed. Ago. You're not allowed. <laughs> I, I noticed, <laughs> but uh, I think you know. As I said, Capcom is spiteful towards the people that have left their company and went on their own endeavors. If uh, Shinji Mikami's game ends up doing well, I think that Capcom is going to have a lot more fire on the, under them to actually reboot and maybe go back to the survival horror thing just so they can be like, eh, don't play his games. We're Capcom. We love you. And they're going to introduce characters named Al- uh, Alex Wacker or something. Alex and Wacker. All these other stupid things. And, and, Steel. and Jewel will be the, the master of unlocking, so she should take that lockpick. You know they'll they'll end up doing all this kind of stuff and just completely rebooting it and it's a big if though. Yeah, but I hope they. It, it's a huge if. I don't think Shinji Mikami's game's going to do that well. I mean, How if it does, I will be shocked. If this is like a next gen thing he's working on, then possibly. But you know, who, who knows well, for sure? Who knows? He's, for sure. he's in the conceptual stages still. I believe. Yeah, it's still in conceptual stages. I I, I, I think the demand. You know. We, we've all talked about it. Action games, people want action games, you know. It's, Eric, you put it as, you know, gamers with, what, ADD, I think, or something. They just want to see explosions. They it, don't care about story. Yeah, it's, and that's true, but I think there's going to be a demand for that horror genre. I mean, we've seen little spikes of it with games like Slender, Amnesia coming out, who have, what, games that have captivated. That's indie stuff. That's indie But it's still games yeah, that have captivated indie. people, and it's yeah. a horror genre. It's scary. The indie scene is making up a lot of what people are trying to do in other big games now. It really comes down to what the indie scene is up to to make the next huge steps. I, I, but I think there's there's going to be a d- demand for that like triple A blockbuster title horror genre game, and like I said, I mean Silent Hill over the past couple of years. I mean Downpour. I've never played it. From everything I've heard, atrocious game. It's bad. Yeah, I, I just yeah. played Silent Hill: Book of Memories on the Vita. It's a dungeon crawler. That's what it is. It's it's Diablo. 
It's Dead Nation. Damn. No, no, do not compare it to Dead Nation. It's nowhere <laughs> okay, sorry. near it's, that. It's a crappy Dead Nation. No, it's not even that. No, think of Diablo, and that's what it is. It's uh, not Dead Nation. It's sorry. not going through, like, a level shooting things. You literally, it's it's a dungeon crawler with loot. Um, but do you Silent fight Hill. Anything? Yeah, you, you fight dogs, you fight the nurses, and stuff like that. Mm. But, you know, that series has is in the trash. Hopefully Hideo Kojima... Because he said he's interested in it. Hopefully he picks it up and does something with it. But, you know, Dead Space, they're going more towards the bro-op, you know, mm-hmm. action over the I top. Mean, they said you can uh, still play it single-player and get all your scares, but until I play that game, I, I'm, I have little hope. And uh, who, who, else, who else to really pick up that mantle and lead the charge of another horror genre? Capcom should just be like, okay, we're rebooting Resident Evil, going back to survival horror, you know, not a whole lot of ammo, zombies, whatever, you know. I, I would be I all for it. I'd be the, all for look it. Look at the critical uh, aspect of it. Some companies do actually get paid more when their when their games hit a better critical level. There's been, I, I think it was with possibly EA, they were paying their employees more if they hit an eighty-five percent. It Medicare. was uh, Fallout New Vegas. It was. Oh, I don't know. Oh. You might be thinking of something different, but Fallout New Vegas, Bethesda. If that game. Got to eighty five overall on Metacritic. Yeah, that was um, Bethesda. Bethesda would have paid um, Obsidian more money. It got an eighty four, so they didn't get the bonus. Oh, yeah. That's so kinda... so now Obsidian goes to Kickstarter because they obviously need our money. Yeah, they? I'm sure. Yeah, they have no money. No, I'm sure. No, what? they have they're, plenty they're of money. Not... After nobody, South Park, they're, this a year, private, they're a private developer though. Like nobody owns them. After like, South Park's gonna come out, they're gonna South... get tons of money. They're yeah, going to make an ass load of money on that. That's a different. But, I mean, the whole Obsidian thing. Like they've got like nothing on them right now. I, well, that's a different can of worms, though. The Obsidian thing, you know. But uh, yeah. I, I think I'm not going to hold my breath for it. But I really hope Capcom does reboot the Resident Evil series for next gen. Or at least come up, with, or at least come up with a new survival horror. I wouldn't mind that either. Capcom coming up with something new. That's yeah, that's kind of that's kind of. I mean, they go with Ashra's right. You're asking, though. you're expecting way too much of this company. It's just, I don't know. Just... They, they did come up with Ashra's right. I'll give them that. I mean, it wasn't as long. It wasn't like he's a sequel or anything. But well, okay. the good news is, I think that it's great that like what Galactic Gaming News has is somebody that likes that game. So I can't see how I, I don't see how anybody couldn't like it. Like, it was fun. It was addictive. How much? How much altogether have you spent on Asura's Wrath? Because how first much? things first, let me, let me finish this real quick. What? You spent sixty dollars on a six-hour-long game. Yeah, how much have me... you spent on the DLC? Also, oh, that was a, what was it like? I want to say maybe twenty dollars, maybe a little bit more. You the spent eighty dollars on that much. Hey, people have spent more for games that are less, in my opinion. I I have not paid any then, money at people all. People have bought that entire like that special edition thing for Duke Nukem. I don't care what nobody says that game was trash, regardless of what it comes with. The issue is that you're what? spending sixty dollars for six hours of entertainment. But then you know what though? Play Devil. I'm gonna play Devil's Advocate in in Lollipop Chainsaw. You know, I did a review on it, and there's there is other things to do in that game, true, but if you're just one of those people who don't care about collecting and stuff, you you spent $60 on a two and a half hour game. I mean, there it has a new game plus mode, right? Does it, you go through multiple plus? times so you can get the collectibles I, and costumes and stuff, but if yeah. you're not that kind of person, 
you're not going to do that. You're just going to go through once and, and be done with it. Yeah, well, I went through I, it once and I was done with it. Yeah. Well, the game. Unleash 2, for example, 60 hour game for four hours. Yeah. And that wasn't even that enjoyable, really. And that's with collecting all the collectibles. I thought it was very Yeah, that game's shit. I thought it was very enjoyable, actually. I didn't... No, I, I didn't... I didn't... I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't I, I paid like nine bucks, but still, I thought well, it was very... I've known people who bought it like a full price, and I, I only... I don't know. I enjoyed the first one overall. I bought that collector's edition. So, see? But no, because I mean, if you... Well, I should have the thing is, if you like that over-the-top anime, you know, fighting thing, you would enjoy it. Because there are times I go back and I play a, a fight and do things like perfectly and just... And, Flows like you're watching an anime. Like, I I didn't I didn't hate a surge. I thought that was a great game, but it's uh, a I know. short. Same thing it's with short. the Force Unleashed two. I thought the Force Unleashed two was a very good game. I just thought it was incredibly short. That doesn't make it bad at all. Yeah, no, that's what I don't know what I don't know what people thought the Force Unleashed two was so bad, but I no I, I didn't I didn't no, not because it's short. I didn't like it because for one the story made I don't know it just felt weird to me. And I, I just like the It's the an combat. ultimate story in between episodes three and four. No, I know I know what the story is. I know that. I'm just saying how it was presented between like the sequel and the original. I liked how the original did things overall in the sequel, besides the graphics. I don't know. The graphics looked a lot better in the second one. But that was just me. I don't know. I just didn't like You know it's not a short game? What? Resident Evil Six. <laughs> it's not short. I can imagine you know, each level is like an hour and something to yeah. go. The yeah. game, you know, if you rush through, it'll take you 20 hours to beat. And that's actually a problem because sometimes I'm just like, okay, this chapter has to be over. This chapter, yes, please I let it be know. over. And it's like, no, yeah, do, do, the, from people, so. do this now. And you're just like, ah. Like last night, I was like, Eric, you know what I think of this game? And he was like, what? I'm like, ah. <laughs> Sigh. Yeah. Yeah, and that wasn't the sexual kind of stuff. No, it was just think. the... Kind of sexual. <sighs> and then this... Like, there's this level in Jake's campaign where you're in snow, and there's, like, a blizzard going on, so you can't really see much, and there's snipers <laughs> sniping you, and then there's these birds flying that grab you, and it's just like... <sighs> <laughs> just... <sighs> and the sniping in that game was terrible. That's all I gotta say. Well, there's a lot of things in that game that's terrible, but look for a review um, here tomorrow... <laughs> Tuesday, the real review, review for Resident Evil 6 will be up. And then, uh, I, no one here actually knows what score I'm going to give it, so. I do. I really... No, I'm, I told you I'm on the fence about two, so. Yeah, I, I know. I know the uh, general area. No, no, no. I want to know. A ten. A ten out of ten. Game of the year. I fooled you all. <laughs> hey, Marcus, why don't you just write a second review so you can get all your thoughts out? I'm not going to. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna run a random review anyway, just like as my own little thing. That's just what I do. But oh, then you'll then you'll just be the only one that sees it. Yeah, pretty much. I would, that's how I always do it. Zing. That's how I always do. All right. Uh, and anything else that you guys want to touch on Resident Evil Six? I mean, Javon's a Javon's a fan, but I'm. I think there's a good game in there. I think if you're a diehard Resident Evil fan, you know you you're probably not gonna have problems spending sixty dollars on this game, but. If you're just a curious person, do, do not spend $60 on this game. I mean, there's a lot of content. Presentation's good, tons of content, but it's the gameplay, to me, does not make this game worth $60. So, I, I think I'm the only person in the world that hasn't bought that game. Uh, it, it is, I love Resident Evil. Resident Evil, if it was not for Resident Evil, I would not love zombies as much as I do. Whether I was scared shitless as a child <laughs> with my brother making me watch him play it or not. 
I became a huge zombie fan because of Resident Evil. Yeah. And I didn't buy this game because I, you know, paid a lot of attention to what's been going on. I'm not going to buy this game. I'm not even going to buy it used. I don't want to play it. The fact of the matter is I have a copy of Operation Raccoon City, and if I want to play a convoluted, shitty Resident Evil game, I'll just play Operation Raccoon City. Yeah. Good for you. That works. If you want to play, if you want to get Resident Evil Fix, um, just go onto your respective platforms, Marketplace, buy Resident Evil 4 HD. Which isn't even HD. No, it's just up-resed, but yeah, it's still it's still, it's still good. Um, you can pick up Resident Evil 5 for like 10 bucks, but... I have a copy for the Wii. Oh, yeah, or you, you know, or you can get on and uh, download the old PS1 games for on PSN for like 5 bucks, And those yeah, are much... Look incredibly horrible on your flat screen. Hey, hey, listen. They're still much better, enjoy, much better experiences than Resident Evil 6. Yeah. So, if you can stand to look at it on yeah, your flat Yeah, you know, like... Hey, you'd be fine. Yeah. You'd be fine. Um, and, and if you want to watch incestual behavior and cross-dressing, play... Code Veronica. Sure. Yep. That happens? Um, yeah, yes, there's a lot of incestual things going on and a lot of cross-dressing going I on in that game. I never, I've never played Code Veronica, so I Oh, don't. man. Yeah. Um, I was, because people always told me it wasn't really important to the story, so I was just like, okay. No, it's you not know, important one to man's the story. opinion? A couple of people... <laughs> it's not, so it's not important to the story, but I think if you are looking for... The best looking old school Resident Evil game, then Code Veronica is the one. But I mean, the the story's bad. You have a brother that bangs his sister and all that kind of stuff in it, and a guy that has two personalities in one head. I will say this: Revelations for the 3DS was my favorite Resident Evil game out of the three that came out this year. Yeah, there's been three no, Resident I... Evil games. No, the Merc- Mercenaries came out last year. Yeah, Mercenaries There's been count. three games, one movie. Two, two movies. Two Damn. movies. Damnation. 17,000 movies. Year of, the, Year of the Resident Evil has not gone. You know the funny thing? Resident Evil's 15th anniversary was last year. Well, this yeah. was supposed to be the Year of the Resident Evil and has not gone Capcom's way. Um, wow. I will say, Resident Evil 6, there is a good game buried in there somewhere. You just have to find it. But the gameplay designs of that game... And Eric, I told you this last night, it's just, you know, whoever overseed, oversaw, oversaw well, overseed, oh, yeah, there you go, English class, awesome, uh, oversaw the gameplay, the, like, whoever, whoever's idea for the gameplay it was, they never, they don't need, they should never be around in another game, ever, in their life. Yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> so, <sighs> moving on, though. Yep. Resident Evil 6. Yeah, I'm Resident Evil 6 out. Buy your, buy at your own caution. Look for the review up if you want. I'll go more in depth in my review. Uh, look for that up to be Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this. It might already be up, so go check that out. Um, I guess do you want to move on to the uh, news? Yeah, but I came up with a good name for the news. Segment. No, you didn't. No, Shut up. Did. No, yeah, he it's didn't. called Here Comes Honey News News. He's ah. lying. He's ah. lying. That's not the real. He's. He's yep, lying. That's the name of the news segment now. Mm-hmm. You don't ever take him anywhere because he acts this way. Covering news yeah. from around the world. Here comes Honey News God. News. I want Scatty. <laughs> I want that pig right there, Mommy. <laughs> oh, no, I, I want that one. Did you see the eye gave me? It gave me the sass. <laughs> Why? Honey Why? Honey Child's mom has a boyfriend. There is hope for you. 
That was, was that was actually off of South Park. <laughs> I know more about Honey Boo Boo now because of South Park. Anyway, I never really this is moving on to news. Uh, I think the big <laughs> no. Uh, I think the big news story this week: uh, Cliff Blazinski has left Epic Games. Um, and you know, uh, doesn't doesn't really sound like there's a whole lot to cover here. But I, you know, I think if you look deeper into it, there, I think Cliffy B. You know, say what you want about him. A lot of gamers, you know, I heard, you know, oh well, he's just a douchebag. He made gears, you know, whatever. He he was a very influential person in the gaming industry. He's still a young guy. He yeah, made he's he, in his he, early thirties. Unreal no, tournament. He's, he's thirty eight. Yeah, un, unreal tournament. That's still young though. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, the mind behind Unreal Tournament, and then of course Gears of War. Love it or hate Jazz, it. Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that as well. I actually never played that. That was his, that was his first game. Yeah. He's he's been at Epic for at least almost twenty years. Well, he was at Epic. Practically his years. whole life. Almost. Yeah, his entire gaming career, he was at Epic. Yeah. But the thing I loved about him is most game developers, you know, the only time you ever see them is at E3. They're showing off their game, or maybe they'll be on like, you know, a gaming website. You know, showing off a preview build of their game or something like that, but they're never really out there. Yeah, and then when their game comes out, then you never see them again. No, you never see them. But Cliffy B, he's out there. He is the rock star of game gaming development and gaming personalities. He is the definitive personality in the gaming industry because people know whether you play games or not. You know Cliff Blazinski. You know, so um, yeah. I mean, I. Don't did he make a statement of what he's planning? I mean, I, he recently just got married, so I think he wants. I mean, he has a ton of money. I'm assuming he's, he just wants to probably maybe settle down for just at least a little bit and just yeah. enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. I, yeah, I really yeah. don't. I think that he has spent 20 years there. He's 38 years old. He's been at Epic since he was 18, and he has not had to have a day off, an adulthood <laughs> off of. Like he hasn't had that chance to start a family and everything. Yeah. And I think that this is what's going to happen. And if anything, he's going to, he'll do something with an indie game or something, yeah. but I don't think he's going to go back to a big place like Epic or anything. We'll see him again. I don't he just I, recently got yeah, married. I he don't think he's done with gaming though. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he's done with gaming at all. But I think yeah. for at least, I think he just wants to settle down now, you know, yeah. become a, become a dad, have a family. He deserves it though. He does. I mean, no, he's, he's, he's been out there. He, when you think of anybody in the gaming industry, if you say name a person, usually the first name that comes up is Cliffy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't and, say that, but I would. you're to the average person. Yeah, the I average think that's person? Per, I think that's the, the name coming up. Yeah, I uh, even still. Who? Who would you do? If if who, you, who do you think the average person would say? No, well, the average gamer or the average person. Yeah, person. person. Even Cliffy. Cliffy's known even to just normal people that don't know gaming. Oh, not 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 my kind of normal people. Not the I mean, normal people I meet. Your normal people are different, Jovan. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, yeah, like, I, I, I ask a lot of people, like, yeah, like, the Gears of War is made by this guy. Who? Uh, they, like, a, I, don't, I don't know. Like, he's not well, that well known. <laughs> shouldn't talk to people Listen, that... Street. I don't know who you're talking to, Street. He's popular. He's very he's, popular. He's very popular. You know, I, I a lot of people know what he looks like. If you show people a picture of the, this guy, he, they're going to be like, no, he looks he familiar. I can't remember name. He's no celebrity, though. Like, but, yeah, but you can understand what they're talking about, Jovan. Like, you show him a picture I don't know. Of... I, I would say he's probably the, at least the closest thing the gaming industry has to a celebrity. 
Yeah. Mm, yeah, but yeah. I'm sure he can get hit, he can get onto any red carpet event. I can guarantee it. Oh, I guarantee but, it too. I wouldn't deny it. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. I I will. Thank you very much. Get Men, out of here. Men's warehouse, anyone? No. Get okay. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, you. Yeah. Get okay. Um. Yeah, I, I I definitely wish him well and yeah. all his endeavors that he takes oh. on. And those of you searching for a reason why he left, I don't think he left for any ill will. I, I think he just no. wants to have a life. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and but what the weird thing is too is that um, him leaving Epic, it's only about like a month or two months after Rod Ferguson left Epic to uh, go uh, to so? Rational. Yeah, to go to a Rational work. So like a lot of people are like trying to connect the two together, like something like going on behind the scenes. Nah. Epic. But you know, I don't I, th- I think Epic's. A pretty well-regarded company, you know. Like, I was gonna say, few... I've never heard anything bad. Yeah. Okay, they're one of the very few companies that are like nowhere near the West Coast. They're in Carolina. Yeah, but you know, game development teams—it's always a revolving door of people. Yeah. You know, people come and go. They make a, a, a good game or something, and they want to do other things. They don't see eye to eye with the company. They leave, go to another company. It's a revolving door. So, I don't know. I I think there's no ill will. Um, if you're a huge Gears of War fan. Um, you no doubt know that he didn't. He doesn't necessarily have a hand in Gears of War Judgment, but he did oversee a little bit. And you shouldn't worry about that because apparently that game is shaping up just like a, a, a normal Gears of War game is. So Gears yep. of War ODST. Yeah. Well, whatever. I hope it's not that bad though. From everything that Cliffy said, and Cliffy is not known for bullshitting everybody. Cliffy said, "This is the way that I wanted to do Gears of War from the start." Hmm. So that's. Shouldn't be words. That's pretty big words from him. Yeah, shouldn't be words. We'll see what happens. Yep. Oh, no. Good luck, oh. Cliffy B. Yes. In the family you. life. Yep. Thank you for. Yeah. Wasn't a huge Gears of War fan, but they were great experiences nonetheless. So. Thank you for the un- for the Unreal Quake Wars. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Good times, man. <laughs> My God, they were. Thank you for the Gears of War series. Actually, yep. I'm a big fan yes. of them. Thank you for Jazz Jackrabbit. Yeah, right? To this day, I still enjoy Unreal Tournament more than Gears. Yeah, me too. Me too. But uh, Which, by the way, we need another Unreal Tournament game. We need one desperately. Epic, Epic come on. I mean, Unreal Tournament How? 3 was actually a very good game. No one played it, though. Yeah. I bought it, and like, yeah, that was that was a problem. No, I bought it. It was terrific. So I wound up returning it. it. Even now, if you're listening to this podcast, in whatever system you have, you can go out and find that game for like $2. Probably. Yeah, no, nobody's probably gonna be playing online. But even if you just play the bots on like normal, it's it's a blast. So it's mm-hmm. it's fun. So two bucks, Who, go buy there, it. Wasn't there a Mortal Kombat character in there? No, was there? they might have looked familiar. But I, I, don't think, I so. think no, I think there was either one or two Mortal Kombat characters in that game. I just don't remember who it was. No, I no. don't think there was. I'm pretty positive there you're, was. You're, you're smoking. Unreal Tournament I, 3. Yeah, I'm actually smoking at the moment, but I'm not smoking weed, if that's what you're getting at. Unreal Tournament 3, you're saying? Yeah, that's what you're saying. I, There's a was that the... That, that, was, that the, was the latest one. Yeah, that was the latest yes, one. Yes, okay, yes. I could have sworn there was Mortal Kombat characters in that. Nope. I don't think so, no. The, no. There was no reason for them to have a Mortal Kombat character in there. I, mean, I Midway, believe Midway published I was, it. But. I was going to say Midway had their name on it, and at the time, Midway still had their hand in Mortal Kombat. And I could have sworn nope. that nope. either Raiden or Kano was one of the characters that was in that game. Nope. What? No, I don't remember either nope. one of them. 
Eric, I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look this up. And then next week. Eric, you are the wink- weakest link. Goodbye. Wow. Oh, and I hang wait, up wait, on wait. him. <laughs> 2002 just called me about uh, uh, their game shows back on the air. Galactic Gaming Weakest Link. Yeah, we should do it. Cool. It'd be fun. Um, other news. Here comes Honey News News. Nothing. Oh, okay, no. cool. No. Um, I'm, t- I'm going off the top of my head right now. I'm but uh, about... Some cool sales figures for people that I think actually is really cool. Uh, FIFA uh, 13 has actually sold sold 4.5 million copies in five days. Now, majority of that is, of course, you know, overseas in Europe and, and whatnot. But the cool story is it's actually the sales figures are drastic or increasing a lot in, in America, which I am so happy to see. Uh, soccer is definitely becoming a bigger sport over here, and it's nice to see that. So, yep. And FIFA is EA's most successful sports franchise. So if you thought Madden, you're sorely mistaken. <laughs> it's actually not even close, really. Yeah, Madden's not even close. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a day where Madden sold 10... A little bit of... Because, that's because Pro-Evolution Soccer was like the soccer game. Yeah, for a long time it was. And I heard this, this year's version is actually really good too, but... Yeah. Yeah, go FIFA. FIFA's at the reins. Yep. Of course. Let's go over to our soccer correspondent, Eric. Uh, uh soccer balls flying. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. Go rain. I have waffles for breakfast. Oh my god. Uh, no. Uh, news, Eric. Quickly. News, y- you, uh, you in the front row. You with the honey boo boo <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> Oh, that's that's me. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of some news right now. Put me on the spot. You go to the guy with the ADHD. Good job. Uh, uh, uh. I was gonna actually say out of broken embargoes, WWE 13 is apparently extremely good. Oh my god. That that's that's all I got for you. Oh, I was actually gonna ask a question. I want to know where everybody. Where everybody sees these, um, I guess you could call them HD collections, since yep. you know collections, and mother. Yeah, it's the well, majority of what I own on my PS3. Like, there's very few PS3 games I own. Oh, I just HD collections. Just HD collections. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm honestly over the whole HD collection thing. I truly am. I'm tired of covering them in the news every single day. It seems like there's a new one announced. That's what I'm saying. Like every like it just seems like they're just popping them out of the woodwork. Just like for no, no I'm I'm over it. It's the Octomom it's the Octomom. H D like, release. Some of, them were, some of them are good. Some of them are worth having. Octomom. Like the Zone of the Ender one. Octomom has a sex tape. Oh my god, I wanna know about that. How good can that be? Really? <laughs> Well, it's the uh, games that you like. It's the games that you like that they're making HD collections. Uh, no, I mean, like, I mean, who like, asked for Zone of the Enders? Come on. I do because but I never honestly, played them. Yeah, Zone. Oh, yo, if you, but wait, clunky. No, no, they weren't. They weren't that. They're not that bad, actually. They were very good, actually. Some of the most highly regarded PS2 games. Yeah. So, yeah. Those, and you know what the thing is, though, too? They were sleeper hits. Not many people remember or even yeah, know. You want to know why they were called sleeper hits? Because they made me fall asleep. Oh, yeah, they made you fall asleep, but you don't like anything good. What's the HD collection called? What's the weird Yeah, it's name called Zone of the Enders. Not... Zone of the Enders HD collection? Yeah. Yeah, but they've, they've had to have put a weird name. No, it's Zone of the Enders HD collection. HD collection, like everything else, mostly. 
Come on, like they put they made transferring. Yeah, but that wasn't the title. Revengeance. Yeah, but that's yeah. That's Ground the zeros. Point is, this is called Sony Under's HD Collection, and it actually is a What's good with Ground Zeros. <laughs> That yeah, doesn't, it, just, it, it doesn't make sense. How does that make sense? There's a ground zero, but this could possibly mean that there are multiple ground zeros. Okay. <laughs> if it, okay, here's what ground zero means. Ground zero means that there's one point. If this is even a big, massive war, ground zero is, is that one point. main point. No. Ground zeros means that there's... It, 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 multiple. So it can be it's a ground not zero even like a George. logical wording, which is not shocking because this is what Kojima does now. Yeah, I'm waiting it's for. Makes I'm waiting for a game called Bumblebee Rog, where it's a half Bumblebee Frog. Well, That'll I'm be so, awesome. Well, I'm sorry that you're too, you're too. Um, what's the word? Ig, 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 Ignorance. Yeah, that one. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that you're too. What Marcus said. <laughs> I can't. How am I ignorant? I'm ignorant because I believe that. You, if you're going to use the English language, use it properly. He's That's Japanese. Him. Yeah. I don't care if he's going to try to use English, use it properly. Transfaring's not a damn word. It is now. Revengeance, revengeance was actually a word that's been used once in KKK trials. So, I mean, well, at least it was used. <laughs> okay, at least it was used. <laughs> I find that funny in multiple ways. <laughs> in September 11th, Ground Zero is known as where the Twin Towers went down, right? Yeah. Not where the Pentagon was hit. Yes. Not in the field where the fucking plane went down. Ground Zero is where the, the buildings went down because that was where the tragedy happened. Okay, moving Ground on. Z- it doesn't make any sense. Sony's suing uh, Kevin Butler. Oh, that? Why? Yeah. Tell yeah. us why. Apparently, <laughs> Mr. Kevin Butler well, and I actually... not an apparently. <laughs> I've seen the commercials. Yeah, I've seen the commercial too. Um, Mr. Kevin Butler, and I forget the actor's name. Hold on, let me see. Jerry Lambert. Jerry Lambert. There we go. Um, for those of you who don't know, Kevin Butler's not a real person. But, okay. Huh. Sorry to break your little heart. Um, also, Bruce Wayne is yeah. Batman. And Marcus, PSP. Yeah. Yes, PSP. Um, but he actually appeared in a commercial for... Bridgestone. Bridgestone Tires? Yes. Who, he, which, it seems like... From what I'm understanding, he owns that company. No, I don't does he own? No, I'm Bri- he owns I Bridgestone. From, from what I read, it Bridgestone's sounds like a, he owns that company. Bridgestone's a very large company. I really don't think he owns Bridgestone. Well, if, yeah, if he owned Bridgestone, why would he be doing things yeah, for something? Yeah, <laughs> maybe I maybe I read the thing wrong. I'm admitting that I might be wrong here, guys. But Any, I anyway, could have sworn that's what it said in the news. He story. he appeared. Um, on a commercial where they were running a certain promotion that you got a free Wii with Mario Kart. Yep. Yeah. And he was playing Mario Kart in the commercial. And if, if you don't know, Nintendo is Sony's competitor. Well, they're... Well, uh, don't, don't, don't start. I mean, he has a good point, though, where he's about to go, but okay. Well, that is slide. Start. Basically, the contest is a gimmick. I'm just gonna let it go. Just, just continue on. Jimmy. Yeah, Marcus, let it go. No, that was it. That was it. That was. That's all I have. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's I just don't, a fun story. I can't understand why they, they beat like. I understand he's you know Sony you know he, he's that Kevin. Sony Bumble doesn't own him. 
Yeah, he's under contract with him or with is them he? though. It's like yeah, he they. Is, he is they a, uh, he's a pre-order bonus for little little big planet carding. I haven't seen anything for Sony in years. What? Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen him in anything in months. But the thing is, he's under he's contractually obligated to Sony. It, it's it's like wrestling. In the WWE, they can't be seen in other places because they're contractually obligated to be at that company and that company only. Even if he's and not they, doing commercials, he you know okay, I he's on Twitter as Kevin Butler. I still and they own his likeness yeah. at the moment. That's well, the thing. Well, in the commercial, was he advertising himself as Kevin Butler? No. No, but hmm. that's not what matters. That's the likeness. Like, he's even playing the same character in the commercial. Yeah. And he's Wait, playing the Nintendo. He, yeah. he's he, so yeah he is being Kevin Butler in that commercial. He, he's the character. Essentially, he's not named. He does. He's not like, hey, this is Kevin Butler. Yeah, oh. but he's playing that character. Like he's acting the same way that Kevin Butler acts when he does that this. Could be he how acts he acts in real life, though. Uh, no. I mean, he's he's an old movie actor, also, and I I've also seen him in interviews. I mean, yeah, because... he's on like, Law and Order and crap like that. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that, well, I mean, everybody's on Law & Order, that sucks. But anyways. Uh, Ice tea. <laughs> well, once again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, don't kill me, Ice tea. I know you like to say that. You're a gangster. Don't kill me. Uh, a dog. Uh, anyways. Uh, oh, my God. He calls everybody dog still. I mean, come on now. Uh, life dog. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, never mind. We're not going there. God, that woman. Never mind. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, but he's essentially playing that character, and he's showing up in a place where I'm doing air quotes. Their competitor's product yeah. is being shown off, and he's playing it, and he's saying, "Buy these tires, and you can get yourself a free Nintendo Wii with Mario Kart." And he actually doesn't. They actually play it in the commercial, like they're yeah, he's, acting like he's, they're playing it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. The the thing is, they own his likeness also at the moment. So him being seen in other commercials that aren't Sony is not okay for him. Okay. I didn't know he was still contractually obligated. I haven't seen him do anything for Sony in a very long time. I guess I thought they just abandoned his entire character altogether. No, I they wanted the whole, to push the Marcus whole... PSP. I thought the whole little big planet carding thing was just like a ruse. I loved when he came out at E3 that one year, and he's like, oh, "Didn't he advertise Coke or something?" He's like, "Are you guys Maybe. thirsty?" Or here's a Coke, or it wouldn't be with Pepsi. I'm not sure, but it was just hilarious. The crowd was like, "Oh my god, it's Kevin Butler!" Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think Sony owns part of one of the soda companies. I yeah. just don't remember which one it was. So yeah, he he kind of he pushed a bunch of things. That was. Fantastic! Yeah, he, by the he's way. he's great. I, I, I don't care. He's oh yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. I I still don't know why he's not in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, but you know that's. I still think he is. Yeah, he should. I be. really he do. should. I be. think him and Kaz Harai, Kaz Harai, level three finisher thingy. It's going to be awkward pauses. Why isn't Duke Nukem? Uh, exactly. Well, None the, of you have a have an argument. Duke Nukem. I don't know, but he maybe could, they could, didn't care. Could, he should be. He, yeah. I mean, he should. He might come in DLC for him. That'd be awesome. God damn it! I don't but think he's relevant I'm to any of the. Aliens ass. 
Yeah. Yeah, is this really relevant to Sony? No. No, but it would be funny. I don't know. You never know. It might happen. But then again, Maybe Mario happen. will show up in Looks there. like you were <laughs> fucked. Oh my god. I'm gonna take this turn and write your name. <laughs> oh, why? Just... Just why? He... Just leave it alone. Him and Mr. Freeze need to make a game. No, they don't. That'd be the great... Winterize your pipes. You're like the one-liner game of the century. And I would buy it. And I would buy the $100 collector's edition. Oh, man. Yep. Anyway, that's it. Anyone else? New stories at all that you can think of? Nothing Uh, else really happened. I mean... Not... No. I mean, Not like a thing of no. We pretty much covered everything. We yeah. covered the Resident Evil Resistance collection coming out. Oh, did you want to talk about? Oh, the Resistance collection. No, no, right, right. I don't really want to talk about that. I just you know threw it out there. I know. I'm just saying. Besides, there's a bunch of collections coming out that don't need to. But whatever. Killzone um, Resistance. Um, Killzone. I actually would like though. Yeah, we talked about Mass Effect last week. You know, got the Ezio trilogy. Which I don't like. That doesn't... I don't like that. But. What, you don't like the Ezio, Ezio trilogy? Not really. Why not? Oh, They crazy. were good games. For, good I mean, game. no, I mean, they, they were good games. It was just like, I like You don't like the cut, idea of it. Yeah, I just oh. like how they cut out the first one, like, as if it wasn't important. <laughs> they gotta do something to put Brotherhood somewhere. I mean... Or not Brotherhood, God damn it. Uh, Revelations. Revelations. Am I the only one who liked Revelations? I liked it, but at the same time, it wasn't... It, it wasn't was anything too, new, too, but it was too much. I'll like, throw rocks at people. It, it was too much. They should have just ended that Brotherhood. Why did Ezio have to have three games, really? Because so Ezio was great. Ezio was a badass. If, if not only I mean, for a, the, the Mario references. I mean, I shit. It. It's good. me. It one Mario. Mario. <laughs> it's me, your Uncle Mario. Uh, it was good. Oh, my God. It was a good I, game. I, he was a good assassin. But he didn't warrant three games. It just felt like they were just doing too much for him. That's just me. And you could tell because I, I think I think would complain. Fun. You would complain the exact same way if they did three games for Altair. I would. I probably would. I hope they make three games for Connor because Connor looks like a badass assassin. Yeah, but I don't think Assassin's Creed that many for, games. No, no, they've no. Ubisoft has said like Assassin's Creed Three is gonna be like it for Connor. Like that's his first and last game. Yeah, yeah. I, I just hope I don't want Resident Evil. I mean, I like Resident I, I agree. I, I don't want Resident Evil either. <laughs> I agree I with you, Marcus. Like Ezio did not need that much like praise compared to Altair. Like Ezio could have gotten that much praise, but like if you gave Altair the equal amount, then that would have been acceptable. But they uh-huh. didn't. Yeah, Altair sucked. Oh, he didn't. It was he only had his... one game. Yeah, and it was How only can you say that he sucked? His, his <laughs> game in, early. What are you in, one, in Assassin's Creed 1, they never made Altair a character I cared about. In yeah, Assassin's Creed 2, I actually cared about Ezio from like 15 minutes in. Yeah, when he snuck into the girl's bedroom. I was like, yeah, exactly. buddy. And he's running away. Like, dude... Ezio was great. He had a sense of humor. He was fucking fantastic point. at what he was doing. Well, that's and the point. him two characters. It was two different people. Like he was what was Ezio? He was in the Renaissance kind of like era. Yeah. He had that, you know, that free different spirit. Time. Altair was he raised in the middle spirit. of war. Yeah. I mean Altair. That too. And with Altair, you got to see he was a he was a punk. He was a jerk. In the beginning, but by towards the end, he started to come to understand the ways of the you know the order that he was with. Yeah, the he he, he it was, it was yeah. from the Crusades. 
Exactly. There was a character development there. He was just not as, you know, as funny as Ezio. I can see that because, you know, everyone's like, I like Ezio a lot because he was funny. You know, he he got to go sneak around with girls and things. Altair was a jerk and dumb shit like that. No. Altair was like the silent, you know, man of little words. You know, I prefer that in an assassin, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ezio was skilled as well, but I just prefer him to be, you know, a silent protagonist for the most part. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't, I just didn't think he needed three whole games. And then they're going to give Connor one game. And for all we know, Connor might be the best one out of all of them. We don't know. We have to see, I guess. And well, Assassin's Creed 3 is going to be longer than, like, all the other ones. Possibly yeah. even combined. Like, yeah. this is, they're going yeah, all out with this. We'll have to see. And that's well, what it's been development for... Yeah, it's over been three a, years, so... Yeah, it's been a development once 2 was finished. Yeah. 2, not Brotherhood of Revelations, 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just hope they don't drag out Assassin's Creed, because that's something I'm getting kind of worried about. Like, they're going to make one too many games, and it's going to turn out to be bad. As long as they keep giving new content, new places in time, new... Let's hope. You but know, I'll, I'll be like, fine with it. Yeah, yeah like, but I don't want, like, everything, though. It's not like want... Call of Duty every year you're in a desert. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm a history buff, so I, I I'm a history buff too. I I, I love yeah, these like running through the streets of Rome. Like that's the most that's the closest we'll ever get to to you know running through those streets at that time period. It makes me wonder, like, what if Ubisoft explored like you know ancient Greece or Egypt? You know, like, what if they explored these time periods? Yeah. For an assassin's area, feudal yeah. Japan. A lot of people want feudal Japan. Yeah, I've heard about that too. That's no, what I'm I want. Yeah. I'm surprised that won't be the next one. I'll be surprised if it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just, Assassin's Creed. Order, though. Like, I wonder what it's going to be after the American Revolution. It can't be Civil War. It's going to be like... I don't It'll know. Be some, I hope it's something completely different. The Gulf like, War. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Assassin's Creed 4 is going to do this whole Connor thing. Assassin's Creed 5 is going to be Desmond's story. Just all Desmond all the time. You mean Assassin's Creed 4 is going to be that, or 4 is going to no, be Connor? Five. 4 five. is going to be the whole thing with Connor. Well, Connor's And three. then I think... Connor's yeah, three. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah, my bad. I'm off by the numbers because there's been 75 of them already. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the next one after Assassin's Creed 3, I think the fourth one's going to be the whole thing with wrapping up Desmond's story, and we'll probably get a new character after that. Wait, why would you, wait, wait, why would you get a new character after wrapping up Desmond's story? Yeah, it's all about Desmond. Yeah, when it, after you wrap up the story, it's over. I, I have a feeling that they're going to take this animus thing a little bit further, and there's going to be a whole. I hope you don't have thing. to make an animus game. Just go and just make an assassin game again in, in a historical time period. I will buy that yeah, all day because I hope they don't do something like that. Well, definitely. That doesn't make if, any sense. If they took Desmond out of the equation. I I think that they it would still be great. I mean, I don't have any connection to Desmond at all. Like, but that's just me. Well, he personally. hasn't been in the games enough. I can't. Spoiler alert! I can't he believe a, I can't believe they killed Kristen Bell. Who? Kristen Bell. A spoiler: She died like two games ago. I know, but I can't yeah. believe they killed her. That's so sad. She was awesome character. She was that a, was that was actually pretty damn interesting. It was too. sad. I was like, I was like, what are you doing? No, no, don't. Oh, you. Yeah, yeah, he did. No. Well, he didn't. He didn't have control. He didn't have control from his body. He couldn't but do anything. Still, it was kind of like, "Don't, please, don't, no, stop." It was it's like, "Why couldn't you kill the English dude?" <laughs> or the one that was like a stuck-up English guy. It's like, "Why can't you do something useful, Desmond?" I like, like that. Really? 
Is that how British people talk? I don't know. I'm not good at British accents. Would you like to come over? For, would you like to come over for some tea and crumpets, Desmond? <laughs> oh, there we go. He's doing much better. Uh, Pro- I love it. When Marcus tries to do accents, he always ends up Jamaican somehow. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like Kofi Kingston. He's like, oh shit, I'm supposed to be Jamaican. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm doing a Chinese accent. I love how you just came out Indian. That was great. Yeah, see, I can't do it. <laughs> this this podcast is quickly disintegrating into something that people are going to be like. Well, see, we talked about we talked about Resident Evil Six, so I mean, it just disintegrated from the get go. So. Well, yeah. The whole thing with Resident Evil Five too about how like people uh, like how like black people hated Resident Evil Five because apparently it was racist or something. Mm-hmm. I want to racial I, undertones. I, I like... Was that really? I a like person? the whole thing with Assassin's Creed. Or no, Assassin's. God damn it! Resident <laughs> Evil Six. I, I saw. I saw people wearing masks. I was like, nobody knows what race they are underneath there. I heard they were like they were like Asian something. I'm positive they were. I'm... I don't care if they're Asian or not. There, there's still people out there that are going to bitch about it. Wait, were there really killed nothing but that? black people in Resident Evil Five? Hey, were there people like that though? Cause I wasn't hearing anything like that. You didn't hear. That was like the. I could be wrong. Oh God. Five. That was, the, really that was the big news about Resident Evil Five. Like. So they threw. Yeah, I mean, when the first trailers come out, that that was the huge thing. It's just like, why is he? All these zombies are black. I don't understand it. And then they're like, oh, by the way, yeah, your co-op partner's black. Yeah, but well, you're, I mean, the, you're the, Africa. The thing is, I mean, it's kind of it's. That's like you going to Africa. That's like you go to China and killing a whole bunch of Indians. What? Like, I don't know. Alright, like, I'm gonna it's go to Africa expecting to say, but he's still an idiot for saying it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm just saying. That's one of the dumbest excuses I've ever heard. Booker T and Stevie Ray, I love you. <laughs> I was gonna say, does anybody remember the breakup of Harlem Heat? <laughs> this is exactly Stevie how it Ray went down. No. Stevie Ray turns, but this time it, it's alternate universe Booker T is just turning on Stevie Ray instead. <laughs> Oh, okay. Any any other news? Any anyone? Anyone? Um. Um. Yeah, what? I got some news. Hmm. Here's another thing that three of us have done that somebody else hasn't. The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. I know it's oh. it's not gaming, but it's nerdy. If you ever want to see the if you want to see the best Batman movie ever created, go watch The Dark Knight Returns Part One. Yeah. Yes. And, and if you're a fan of the book. Don't bitch. Yeah, don't. Please. I'm so you, sick of hearing. You can't. You how can you? The only I thing I missed was good. like the inner monologue. That was really all I've noticed from the differences between the book and the um movie. The movie, yeah. Stop was... looking at it as a complete adaptation. There's things in the movie that are different from the book. the The thing that's missing is the inner dialogue. But you know what? Look at it as a companion piece. Instead of that inner dialogue, you see it play out. They, they've changed a couple of things. They've added a couple of things because they wanted to remain true to what Batman was in certain aspects. Stellar. Uh, yes. Absolutely stellar. The most fantastic Batman movie I have ever seen, and I am a huge mm. Batman. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we noticed. You, you said this before. I know. I've been asking you for... To borrow your copy of uh, the Arkham Game of the City. Year edition for Asa- or Arkham City for a long time, I almost said Assassin's Creed again. I mean, if you're a, if you're a, uh, a you know person maybe that wants to get into Batman too, maybe you're a young listener or whatever, and all you have all you've seen is the movies. The movies are fantastic. I mean, I, I, 
we're all in agreement on that. Those movies are the Christopher Nolan movies are really good. Um, yeah. But you really need to watch the animated films. The, the, like we just said, Dark Knight Returns Part One's also, awesome. Also, like Justice League Doom as well. Like Justice League Doom. Yeah. I have not watched that one. I heard it's very yeah, good as I well. I haven't. But it's really good. Batman Year One, I thought, was a fantastic yeah. animated film. Yep. Under the Red Hood. Under the Red Hood. Under the Red Hood. Uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Fantastic. I love oh, yeah. that one. I love I mean, that one. I know this isn't like Kevin Conroy Batman, but just um, Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond. That yep. was a great yep. one, too. That was really, really fantastic. I, I think the thing that a lot of people... Just don't watch Batman and Robin. <laughs> if you're upset oh. with, the, with the actual live-action Batman movies... The way to go is the animated films. I can't think of one bad animated film. And what DC directs... Gotham Knight wasn't what I that's wanted. Not, it's a, that it's more of a not smash-up of a different artists. And... That is a shit movie. Yeah. Well, you just said you couldn't think of a... That, I, I'm, I'm Are you just not classifying that? I was <laughs> just saying from DC Direct. I don't even oh, okay, think that okay. Gotham Knight was a DC Direct movie. No, but Japanese people. <laughs> that movie was just bad. Yeah. But, I, I mean, if you're going to watch Batman and you want to get into Batman, God help you if you want to get into Batman. Just start with the uh, 90s animated series, too. Just start with that oh, first off. Definitely. Those never leave my Xbox, except for when I'm playing a game. I watch them and all And make the sure you guys watch the 1960s Batman movie with uh, No, Adam don't do yes, that. Please, please watch that. <laughs> yeah, That's the best one. That. That's the best one. I mean, Robin, and I need the shark repellent. I thought that was the only one. And, and don't don't watch, don't don't ever watch um, Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, and the other thing Batman I, I, forever. I want to say to, to the adults that have an aversion to watching these movies, stop. Because these are not kids' movies no, by yeah. any means. Well, even no. even the, the animated series that was, you know, as a kid I watched, those are really aren't, you know, kids' cartoons. Oh, the dark you know? Deco ones? Yeah, those, Hell got, no. those got really dark. Yeah, they did. And those were fantastic, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's, it, it's got anything for adults, especially these new ones. You know, under the red hood, you see a duffel bag full of heads get thrown onto a table. You see people getting their throats slit. Mm-hmm. All and sorts Patrick of stuff. Harris is Nightwing. Oh, yeah, yeah Nightwing's true. awesome. But this this is the way to go if you want to watch some good Batman movies. I don't. I love Christopher Nolan's films, and I I think Batman Begins is spectacular, about, uh, beyond belief. But yeah. These movies are fantastic, and The Dark Knight Returns. Best Robin ever. I honestly, I, it wasn't because of anything that made me sad or anything in the movie. I honestly cried during that movie because I was so happy with how good it was. Yeah. Mm, it's fantastic. Fantastical. It is. It is. And, and part two is coming next year at some point in time, but you don't can, you wait. You can get the book for 20 bucks. And don't wait. For the second one to come out to watch it, I know Street, 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 Street. I'm not Streets. gonna watch part one just so I can wait five months for part two to come out in anticipation. That's the best it, kind of waiting. The way mm-hmm. that The Dark Knight Returns Part One ends, it ends at a good point. It leaves you with a little tiny cliffhanger, but not something that's going to make you be like, "Oh man, no, this is horrible." I've I've watched The Dark Knight Returns. I think three or four times by this point. 
it's fantastic. It does not get old. And Carrie Kelly has officially become my favorite Robin at this mm. point. Spud. <laughs> oh, what's this, actually? It's a Dishonored review of... Nope, nope, don't say it. Don't, nope. What, don't, 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 don't say it. anything? Nope, nothing. Yeah, shut up. Nothing. <laughs> I No, I'm not going to say anything. I was just letting you know that... Which, Marcus? Marcus? Oh, God. By the way, wow. I guess I could just announce that we talked before the podcast. Uh, I'm getting Dishonored, and I guess I'll be reviewing that as well, so... Is anyone else? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yep. Look for that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. Um. Oh, that was interesting. Batman Returns Dark One, or Batman Returns Batman, Batman Dark the Dark Knight Returns Part One. That's what I'm trying. To... I'm just, just <laughs> you know, it's late. Give me a break. It's a fantastic <laughs> film. Go buy it. Twenty bucks at most. It's I even mean. less if you go to Walmart. I got it for fifteen dollars. Oh, I got twenty for Blu-ray. So that's got for, I got it for Blu-ray too. For well, my 20. Walmart sucks then apparently I don't know <laughs> but no go, go watch it it's it's fantastic whether you're a Batman fan or not if you want to watch the best Batman film ever then the, you gotta watch it so um that think about wraps it up no yeah. it doesn't no what what else what else are we missing Kotaku I, I'm oh. calling out Kotaku who put out one of the greatest articles I've ever read in my life there is a woman that's running as a Republican. Uh, I don't remember exactly what she's running for. I'm going to guess it's a governor role or something to that extent, maybe Congress. Uh, she is being bashed for playing World of Warcraft in her free time. And Republicans are looking at video games as the enemy. Republicans, and I'm sorry if we have Republicans listening, Republicans, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Seriously, if you think that video games are that bad of a thing, please look at your economy and see where a lot of your money's coming in from. Yeah. It, it's it's stupidity, and and you need to understand that games are educating people in a lot of different ways. Sure, there are some games that are mindless fun, Asura's Wrath, that make no sense, but there's other games out know. there that actually do make sense and can really help people learn. If you have an issue and you're a Republican, if you have an issue with the game, please write into us and let us know why you're listening to a gaming podcast, first and foremost. But second of all... Well, even if you're a person who has an issue with someone, uh, like a politician playing a game, like, why? Why do you... If my opinion, if the like, if if someone I was voting for was like, "Hey, I, I play this in my free time. I'm a huge Metal Gear fan," or you know, I, I kind of like Resident Evil. It's a pretty good series. I played that when I was a kid. I'd be like, "Yep, you get my vote." Yeah, that's kind of. Yeah. On top of that, the the other thing that they need to look at is the younger generation. We're playing games, and on top of that, it's one of the biggest forms of entertainment yes, in the world. I think just, it might have surpassed movies. It's at this just point the now. waiting game for all those old fogies to die off, so we take over. Yes. I guess. But <laughs> the thing they also need to look at is when there's people voting. Most of the votes are coming from the younger generation at yeah. this point in time because we're not money-hungry, oil-fiend assholes. She's getting a lot of support, I guess, She's now. She's getting a shit ton of yeah. support. Like, get, like I want to young say people, you Yeah, oh, absolutely, but pe- people are coming to her side and being like, this is not a problem, I don't you understand. And I that was, that was a very well-written story, so kudos to Kotaku for bringing my attention to that, actually, because so, I wasn't aware of it. The, the, the Kotaku crew, they're they're fantastic, and 
I think that this is honestly one of the best stories I've ever read, and this is something that will stick with me forever, Mm -hmm. because I'm a, I I love the gaming industry. I've said it multiple times, and I think the gaming industry means a lot to me. Yeah, we just had a whole podcast about that last week. Oh man, maybe you should go back and listen if you haven't. Dun dun dun. dun. (laughs) But at, at this point in time, Republicans. Old Republicans, especially. Shut up. So, what was that term you used earlier? Would you tell them? Uh, oh, uh, uh, to you that are sensitive with the c word, Republicans quit being a bunch of cunts. Yeah, oh, you're God. wrong. I wasn't actually talking about that because you said "fuck you" earlier. That's what I was going for again. But okay, you know oh, that well, that, well, that works. Me, let me quote a wrestler, <laughs> Damian Sandow. You're welcome. <laughs> Not not to turn this into a political podcast, but uh, just a quick note before we go. Why do we have to have parties? Why can't we just vote for the best person who has the best ideas? Because the parties pay for each other. Fuck them. That's all I got to say. And, and, don't, and don't forget that there's more than Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, no, Both yeah. There's a lot of others, but we shouldn't have parties. That's just my opinion. But my opinions are skewed on a lot of things political, so. Yeah. I don't yeah. doubt yeah. politics, period. Welcome to Galactic Game News Podcast, the number one political podcast in the world. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> I the would love to do that. Not even lying. The number one wrestling, political, and video game podcast. In the and world. Honey Boo Boo. And Honey Boo Boo for all your Honey Boo Boo news. And the Harlem Heat. So <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would you say that? Because you're the Harlem Heat. Shut up, Stevie Ray. You're the you're the brother nobody cared about. <laughs> Go run the NWO some more. (laughs) All right, well, is that it now? We good? Good to go? Yeah. Good to go? Oh, oh, don't forget, we are going to be on this Friday's episode of Mail Order Zombie. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Yes. We'll we'll be covering zombie gaming news, and uh, it'll be Jimmy and I going on there every other week. When they have a new episode, check it out on iTunes, Mail Order Zombie, or you can go to MailOrderZombie.com. Fantastic podcast, especially if you like zombies, horror movies, stuff like that. I actually, I you know, wasn't aware of them until actually you told me about them um, a while ago, and they're a very good podcast. So I'm very excited for this opportunity to, to do this, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. So. Yep. And to those of you MOZ family members that are checking us out for the first time, welcome. Yes, a little welcome. late in the show, and I apologize for using the C word and uh, the F word. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this was episode number twenty-two of the Got to Game News podcast. I thank you all for being on the show with me, especially you, Street. Street, Street, Street. I just want to keep saying it. It's just such a good nickname for you. No, but but really, <laughs> thanks for Stevie Ray and Booker T for coming on today. Oh. Uh, you know, our first celebrity guests. So. Anytime you need us. What? Was that, was that, <laughs> that was terrible. I can't. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> if somebody would do the impression, maybe I wouldn't have to. Do then it. I would thank Eric, but he's yeah, he doesn't need thanks. So, <laughs> as always, if you have Love any you. questions or comments or criticism, email us at galacticgamingnews at gmail dot com. Definitely, would like to hear opinions on that uh, on that story with the woman in. in running for the party with the playing of the WoW and everything. Uh, go read it on Kotaku. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's still one of the top read story articles on there. So 
go check that out and send us your opinions on it because I think it's a pretty interesting topic. You know, um, would you vote for someone who plays video games and whatnot? Um, also, like us, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galacticgamingnews. Get at, us, get at us on Tumblr at galacticgamingnews.tumblr.com and follow us on there. Also, subscribe to us on iTunes, comment, rate us, helps us out a bunch. But all right, this was episode number 22 of the Galactic Gaming News Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Everyone have a good night. Enjoy your games and not Resident Evil 6.